Welcome to the Scrubverse podcast, your last stop for the latest in gaming news and pop culture. We're your hosts, Chris and Corey. Prepare for dissension. Yeah. Holy shit, we're good. Never take another break ever again. That's that's just <laughs> that's the lesson to be learned here. Everybody looks good. We're all in there. Yeah. I'm fucking gorgeous. I look fine. I need to add more lighting. Oh gosh. Alright. My mic levels look good. Your right y'all's desktop audio levels look good. Cool. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I haven't even shout like I look like a piece of shit, man. I haven't shouted. Uh. Uh, you're fine. You're I've fine. Since eight, because I'm an old man and I wake up at eight o'clock in the fucking morning now. Is, is that supposed day. to be like old? Well, that, no. That, it that's means just what you're old normal because you have a sleep schedule. Oh, okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, you look good for looking like a piece of shit. So. Oh well, thank you. You're welcome. Anyway, what the, what the fuck is this? I haven't been here for two weeks, and who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> who me? <laughs> Yeah, you. Oh, um, <laughs> hey, so I'm Connor. I'm the asshole that took a month <laughs> that took about a month off because I had to get I had to get my shit together. Not not that there was a family issue or anything. It's just I had to personally get my shit together. Cool. That shit happens. Look at you yeah. all groomed and clean shaven and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's get into the fucking articles instead of me and Connor face fucking each other. Let's go. <laughs> We gotta pay extra for you. That's for the subscribers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Premium Snapchats. Uh, oh Lord. Uh, so, are you guys like? Have you guys been diagnosed with being playing video games too much? Are you my guys going my to, mom has tried to. Are you like, guys gonna have to go to correction camps? Like I said, like that was the legit <laughs> fucking thing. Because back in the sixth grade, I had to go see a fucking psychiatrist for two months because my mom felt that I was disconnecting from the fucking world. It, no, no, yeah, yeah. I had to you go. Got, s- got like you got the gay camp without being gay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like in my case, uh, the autism was too much. So full disclosure for everyone, I have autism. Um, <laughs> um, Welcome so back, I, guys. <laughs> so when I was Welcome growing back. <laughs> So when I was growing up, uh, my issues with autism kind of overshadowed everything. So I wasn't really, my parents weren't really trying to get me diagnosed with anything because it was probably due to the autism, let's be fair. Yeah. But. Well, back then nobody had autism. It was just like, oh, he's just like, you know, it's like nobody had ADHD back then. So I'm 26. I was diagnosed with autism at three. Oh, shit. So. Nice. Good for you. I was diagnosed fat at four. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I think I was diagnosed fat at like eight, and it's never gone away, not mm-hmm. once. It never does. <laughs> my realization of me being overweight came in the form of my mom having to go to Walmart and Kohl's and going into the husky section to shop for my clothes and shit. The relaxed fit section. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I am finally out of relaxed fit, which feels fucking nice. Good for you proud of you uh, but i'm about to pull a check on this fucking dis- disability that apparently i have 
<laughs> video games, people. That's what I'm, oh, I'm coming yes. back to the article. Asshole. Yes, yes. Bring it back home. Bring it back home. So apparently, uh, the, it's not the whole government, but people are trying to say might that as well be. It might as well be uh, that video game addiction is real. Like it's a legit diagnosis now, which is fucking bullshit. I mean, like, I would I would moderately concur with that. I can see why. Yeah, even like I've read, we were I was reading the articles earlier this week, and it's just like. It's only like a 0.5 to 1% that are actually like completely. It's not just like, hey, I played four hours of video games a day. It's talking about like people that are like 20 hours of video games a day. And it's like they aren't bathing. They're not coming out of their house. It's like those parents that you see that go bankrupt because they play gotcha games all the time. Yeah, but so there is a certain degree in which I can understand the, the concern because, as you said, there are certain people out there that are just fucking irresponsible and go out and just spend all their fucking time just playing these fucking video games. So, like, I get it. I just feel like this is going to be the excuse for every stay-at-home mom to worry about oh. little Timmy. You're, you're spending too much time at home playing. You're not socializing. I need you to put down the fucking Danky King. And... <laughs> What is that? That's the funny thing. Did you ever see that little clip from Jeopardy? Jeopardy, yeah. Yeah. It's like, who is Danky King or Princess Zordol? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I understand. That's just addictive, addictive personalities, though. Like, But I think specifically with video games, and you can see it in how like Japan markets like the uh, pachinko slot machines. Mm-hmm. Like, There's all these other factors with it that you just don't quite get from like alcohol addiction or gambling addiction. It's The pretty lights are flashing in my it's face. It's not just the pretty lights. There's also a ton of like other haptic feedback and a ton of other factors that go into it that people that won't necessarily get addicted to um, opiates or something like that, but they would with video games because it hits different centers of the brain. Apparently good music that I didn't know was from a fucking gotcha game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was like, what? I was like, is this from Castlevania Judgment? And he's like, no, it's from a gotcha game and i was like okay no no no, not gotcha it was a pachinko machine oh yes. i'm sorry it was, it was yeah. a pachinko Fuck machine Patch, patchy yeah. slot as it's as it's known my bad like i i have unironically said multiple times and i think i said it the night i met you guys i said i would unironically buy those slot machines just to have you did them say that because that music you is dope as that. shit i mean isn't there an ost for that shit uh i don't know if they released an official one but i'll, I'll have to find it someday but as we know, gotcha games and pachinko or whatever they are, they're not gambling because you got to take your balls across the street. Correct. So it's not gambling. Correct. You're collecting. You're winning them. a bunch of balls, and then you're dropping said balls off to the big ball department. <laughs> the so you get paid for your balls to get my used panties or whatever. I don't know what they want over there. <laughs> like this is this is something that I spoke about on a previously dead podcast before, Good. in which it is for extreme cases. It's like those people yeah. that cannot function properly due to just being stuck glued to a screen. But, this is not your average gamer. Uh, right, it's right, going right. to be treated by parents as it, it's oh, yeah. average gamer, but it's it's oh, not yeah. your average gamer. Most people shouldn't have to worry about it. But I think the significance of the World Health Organization coming out and saying, hey, this is a legitimate problem, is now going to cause insurance companies to try to capitalize on this oh, in yeah. order to make... You know, hey, yeah. let's let's go to this anti-gamer retreat. 
all that cool shit that you did in video games. Let's try to do that in real life and try to Let's suck out your you, fucking no, imagination. I, I was going to say, and your tie, wallet. does this tie into like that article that we saw about a month and a half ago where that guy was trying to create a battle royale island? That's no battle royale. It's a, or the, con, what was it? The condemned? Yeah, it was, or something. It was some rich dude in, in the United Kingdom. Like, that's owns man hunting. It, owns it, yeah, yeah, basically. But I don't know if they were using real guns or if they're using like paintball guns or something. But I'm like, or you're fucking modded up Nerf guns. <laughs> I've never heard of this. Oh, we're God. using Nerf guns, but it goes four miles a second, so it took my brain out. <laughs> okay, if it's going four miles a second, that would do more than take your brain out. That would like yeah. wipe you out and wipe out like within forty feet of you. You won. That shit's faster than a rail gun. Oh, man. Oh, let me show you this. This is what I fucking, like, this is the, so I ordered a bunch of fucking power tools from, uh, I know this is going segue. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll come back to the video game stuff. This is an icebreaker. Fuck it. Uh, but uh, this is the fucking rotary hammer that I just randomly got. I didn't just, order this. Just, oh, it was just shit I to still you. don't know what it is. It's like a fucking, it looks like kind of like a jigsaw mixed with like a rifle. I don't know what the fuck it is. Like, it's a drill of some okay. sorts. I haven't messed with it. But, like, I ordered, like, a bunch of fucking power tools and shit. And I opened it up. And the box looks like it went to fucking hell and back. And I'm just like, wow, Home Depot, thank you. And then I opened it. And I was like, all right, this is a $200 rotary hammer that I guess I'm going to keep. And it even has, like, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to show it again because it's probably got the guy's information on it. But it has another shipping label on this. Oof. So this was not supposed to go in my box. Here's the thing. I don't think the shipping label would be attached to the box. That's what I think is unusual about it. It says... Hold on, let me cover up his shit. It's a USPS ground. Like, so was this inside of another box? Yes. Oh, that's the weirdest. Because usually... Someone the, put it in there that yeah. was, it wasn't supposed to go in there. Well, I was going to say, because usually the shipping label is loose within the... out Loose within, like, the package... So that's not attached to whatever's inside. At least that's how I've, every single package I've gotten is. I'm so that's very unusual. You guys want to buy a real? You guys? I almost said a real gun. You guys want to buy a rotary? <laughs> yes, hammer? I want to buy a real gun. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to tangent off, but like Chris said, this is gonna fucking just become an excuse for the very like cases that aren't really needed the, to be yeah, called an addiction. Yeah, this will be the whole let's medicate every child because they might have ADD scare we'll probably see the rise of a handful more of jack thompson's for you youngins out there jack thompson tried to ban video games because they were all bad is that back in the mortal kombat days i didn't i didn't put a uh, face jack to a thompson name. like kind of disappeared after gta 3 i think okay. around that time but there was a time there i know we got the esrb ratings i think for mortal kombat because that happened with the music industry, too. Mm -hmm. you, you fucking shared something that made me laugh. It's like, whoever thought it was a good idea to put ESRB ratings on Cannibal Corpse covers? <laughs> <laughs> and it's the just parental like advisory. Skeletons. Yeah, it's just like, parental advisory, that's what it is. And it's just like two skeletons, like, gutting a pregnant woman and, like, all that shit. It's like, oh, man, I'm glad that parental warning was on there. <laughs> In case was, you didn't fucking figure it out. no. no. I think the best part is that you have an extremely explicit cover for your album, but, like, the actual content of the songs isn't even anything, yeah. like, egregious. That album had entrails <laughs> ripped from a virgin's cunt. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, but I think that would make it hilariously ironic if that was the case. Like, parental advisory just for the cover. Dee Snyder said the parental advisory made all the albums look cooler. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. 
Yeah, that's that's straight you, up you advertising. Which, you knew which ones had the the fucked up shit in it, so you'd buy those. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you got? What else you guys think about this shit? It's it's stupid. Like we've. <laughs> this is not my first tango with this topic. I don't actually particularly care because based on the guidelines for this to actually matter, it's very difficult to get diagnosed with. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck what do you call it video game addiction thank you the topic that we're talking about (laughs) i thought about it i was like surely he didn't forget that (laughs) (laughs) but seriously it's just something for people on the view and other fox news and abc and all those other morning shows to get up in arms about yeah and tell the little white people that their kids are ruining the economy through video games and whatever yeah uh now, I'm, what I'm going to say is I'm going to be I'm going to tread carefully with what I'm about to say, but I mm-hmm. feel like it's going to become a situation where it's a lot like welfare. I'm pretty sure we all probably know some people that kind of like being on welfare and like you guys kind of see where I'm coming from. Like, let me see if I could try to draw the correlation. You're yes. trying to say that people might like the idea of saying that they are addicted to video games and might use it as an excuse for their problems or that or if at some point down the road this becomes like a disability that you could get a check for oh i'm totally writing that shit down on my va disability. yeah <laughs> i'd be down I'm so that. doing that i'm just saying this <laughs> this could go down the road like that like I, I there are tons of people that are on welfare that actually need it but i have personally yeah. known people that are on food stamps that don't even use the food stamps. They sell them to other people. Yeah. And well, I was like, that's I, fucked up. I think yeah. Snap Snap is supposed to fix that, and I think it mostly has. But food Like stamps the card? Are, uh, no, Snap is a thing. It's like it's replaced food stamps, I'm going to say, six, mm. seven years ago. Oh, okay. Because I remember I remember yeah. food stamps back in the day when they were colored fucking bills. Yeah. Yep. Now, I think now, now it's a card, and you have to actually go with the yes. person to go get the shit. Well, I think what it is is I think Snap uses some sort of credit card or debit system or something like that. So, yeah, so that's how they can get with it. Yeah, yeah, it's an EBT card and they track the actual things that you end yes, up buying. It's like it. they tra- I don't know if they transmit like a receipt cuz that would be super fucking invasive, but there's like certain things that you cannot buy with an EBT card maybe because they put certain coding on different UPCs. Cigarettes and alcohol, you can do it. <laughs> well, for example, when I was on food stamps, uh me and my roommate she bought a shit ton of candy, just like a god awful amount of candy Jeez. this one day when we got our food stamps. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And then Is she, she the tries one that would drink her Coke with the silly straws that like the sugar straws. No, she had an IV. Oh, <laughs> she had an IV oh, just directly geez. into the bloodstream. Oh, my God. Um, but no, then the next month she tries to make up for it by getting filet mignons and lobster. <laughs> But she couldn't buy it because the snap card wouldn't let her. That's That's like income tax and are just like, woo! And then like a week later, they're like, I'm broke. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Yeah. That's, I don't know. I'll I'll try to get a check. We'll see. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, Chris, what the fuck have you been doing? I haven't seen you in two weeks. I haven't seen Connor in like a month. If that, it's like longer than that. But not a whole lot. I did the solo podcast and I've gotten pretty decent responses very good on that i really like Mm -hmm. that cool because i was like i was like you got that charlie murphy syndrome you're like what the fuck is that i was like (laughs) you're just good at telling stories like cool i'd sit there and listen to charlie murphy rest rest in peace i'll sit there and listen to him hours upon hours tell a story because that dude is hilarious yeah well i'm probably going to make that into a series i am going to do an adaptation like a video adaptation of that and put that shit on youtube um but maybe i'll do like 
just randomly in the middle of the week, like on a Wednesday, hey, there's a new fucking podcast. It's me talking about retro mm-hmm. video games. It could be like a 30-minute segment or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's not too long. hours it's just, that our podcasts are always are. <laughs> yeah, it's it's always like, it'll, it'll be something small. Other than that, I've went shopping again. God damn it. Yeah, it's, it's a weekly thing. Don't. Yeah. It is what it is. No, uh, it's the one thing I'm thinking I could see it right oh. now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I picked up Ring of Red. I don't really know much about it other than it's like a mech strategy mech game. And I love strategy games. I love mech games. So it really seemed up my alley. Uh, I got this Galvaranians. Oh, shit. Discs. Oh, no. <laughs> Ruined. <laughs> Seriously. So I don't, I don't. Again, I don't know what this is. I thought it was an RPG. Maybe it's a fucking shooter. Maybe it's a fucking mystery thing. I don't fucking know. It just looked pretty. I ended up replacing my two copies of Parasite Eve 1 and yeah. 2. Yeah. Also, there's a speedrun of that going on right now on ESA. Parasite really? Eve 2. Yeah. Like I need right to... before right before we started, I'm like, "Oh, fuck. I, I need to Do I really want to be on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> you could get to the rerun. But yeah. like I haven't played Parasite Eve in almost like 15 years yeah that's a that's a good ass game yeah i know so i need to get back into that shit and then finally the entire reason why i really wanted to bring this shit up parasite eve 3 or uh, no (laughs) no but i hit up Corey, and i'm just like hey man um let me just run these by you like i picked up like a bunch of these different games and there is one called iron man xo man of war and heavy metal and that game is hot shit (laughs) <laughs> um, I I thought it was like a music based game. Like I thought it was like some sort of special ass because it said Man of War and Iron Man. Man of War is a Marvel character. Yeah, it sure is. Oh, I didn't he's, know that. And yeah, he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it says Iron Man and Man of War in heavy metal. So it's Iron Man and Manowar in a heavy metal situation. But it's not like the heavy metal like show or movie back in the day. Yeah. And it ain't like music either. And it ain't got green jelly doing the soundtrack, so. <laughs> what the fuck did I buy? You bought shit. <laughs> you you uh, bought a game that's worth less than the disc it's printed on. Ooh. That's probably true, because I only spent like $2 on that shit. But the title was, is cool. The title yeah. is cool. It sucked me in. And if anything, I'll, I'll like stream it one day and be like, yo, what the fuck? The biggest ride. Rad- you guys. Do you guys remember the old 1994 to 1996 Iron Man cartoon? Not at yes. all. Yes, so that opening, like, they make Tony Stark look like soup. He looks like Thor and Doctor Strange mixed together. Yeah. like he And it's just. He looks strangely middle-aged, but he's, like, souped up on steroids and shit. And he's, like, got, like, a fucking gavel. Like, he's got a Thor hammer. Like, he's building, like, the Iron Man. Like, it's fucking... Because it's weird because we... When we think of Tony Stark now and all the kids that know Tony Stark, it's like, boom, you know, Robert Downey Jr. It's Tony Stark. That's what it comes to. There was a time and age where that didn't happen. And you're like, oh, did you just get the new Iron Man cartoon? And I'm just like, ugh. (laughs) And that's the thing. I didn't watch it. It might have been good. I didn't... I didn't... It didn't appeal to me like the old Iron Man cartoons because I didn't like Tony Stark as a character. I didn't like how he looked. I didn't like the way that he acted. Yeah. Like Robert I like Tony Jr. really brought that character to life. Yeah. I, I like this I don't even want to say that he's lawful good. It's like this chaotic neutral esque character. Yeah. Yeah. Where he's just like he doesn't give a fuck about anything that particular except other things that pertain to him in that moment. So that's why yeah. I, I really like that dynamic of him. I was watching SWAT Cats in the 90s, so. 
I, I wasn't allowed to watch that. Dude. Okay, so, like, <laughs> I had this shit on. There's only two seasons. And mm-hmm. I have that shit on DVD. And it's like a Hanna-Barbera collector's edition, whatever uh-huh. the fuck it is. It's, like, the only edition that's out. And this, the, so the two openings to that is, like, a heavy... Like, heavy rock and all that stuff. And I'm like, oh, man, both of these are really good. Someone fucking mixed them together on YouTube, and it's fucking dope. Because each of them are, like, two minutes long. It's, like, a five-minute-long song. And I will rock the shit out of that. And so I'm going to also segue into something else. So I think you ever notice, like, growing up how you watch a bunch of cartoons, and they're always, like, animals or something like that. (laughs) I think, here's a crackpot PR theory that I'm about to bring up. I think that that is why we have so many furries nowadays. Because kids watched, uh, you know, we grew up on like, I mean, there's there was like a sexy character, a sexy cat character in SWAT Cats. Like, it's all throughout it. You go back and look at like fucking Thundercats. You got Chitara. She's basically fucking nude. Like all that stuff. I think that's the reason that we have so many. Well, I can also I can also blame all of the sexual deviancy on all the people (laughs) within like within two or three years of me solely because of Totally Spies. Because that show, each episode of that show focuses somewhat subtly, not really, but somewhat on one specific fetish like i remember uh, that show but i don't remember what you're talking about yeah so there's an episode no where clue what you're there's an episode about. that's like exp- like you could it's a giant rabbit hole you can just find it online somewhere uh, nope <laughs> nope i'll do it nope i won't I'll do it i've seen a lot of fucked up shit on the internet and i would like uh, to keep okay it. so i, I don't want to well, no no so so like it's not that fucked up, but it's more of like a baby's very first exposure to fetish culture, where it's like, oh hey, look, Chris's face is priceless. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, yes, I understand. Yes, that ain't uh, it, but okay. I mean, I understand weird fetishes, Chris. You also shared another thing where it was like a bunch of people coming together, like with weird fetishes. And then the oh yeah, and the guy like, in the Aigao sweater is just like, look at these sexual deviants. No, yeah, but the other one I was talking about was the one like it was like such and such, you know, mill fetishes, big titty fetishes, big asses, and then there was one that said foot fetishes, and everyone just like looked at it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, because oh, it's it's the comic where it's all the Power Rangers coming. Yeah, yeah. and then it's Tinky Winky shows up. (laughs) (laughs) Tinky Winky for you young kids was from the Teletubbies, which was fucking terrifying. I mean, there's Teletubbies now. What's Teletubbies now? I think it might just all be CG. I have no idea. It's no, no, it's legit Teletubbies. Like my son tried watching it that shit one day. Uh, It's like Teletubbies, but they have kids now, and the kids do (laughs) shit. And I'm like, nope. Not Thank watching you. this shit. Put on more Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Oh man. Oh, how do it. I how do I back that up? Uh I, 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 I bought I bought fucking Pokemon Light Platinum. Like Platinum. Yeah. Hey, nice. I That's heard that cool one game. is supposed to be really good too. Yeah. Like Yeah, it's um it's held up there with like a, like a handful of other ROM hacks. That's like this is the ideal that you should strive for. So in case anyone doesn't know i'm really into a lot of pokemon rom hacks so there's one that i have where it's like i think snakewood is the zombie apocalypse that one's that one's pretty decent uh there's toho one excuse me now (laughs) now let me let me make a differentiation there's a difference between fan games and rom hacks yeah i played i played the fan game uh of the toho one yeah all the they're all still like I guess they're Pokemon, but they're Toho characters yeah. and all that shit. Yep. And it's I Pokemon, it but with like, Toho characters. Yeah, and, I, and it's because it's just Pokemon, I think, Fire Red and Leaf Green, but with po- with Toho characters. Yeah. I got, like, halfway through it. I was like, I'd rather just fucking play Pokemon. Like, <laughs> what if someone sees me over my shoulder watching me playing this? I'm going to get on some government watch list <laughs> again. 
(laughs) (laughs) But no, like I'm I'm into I think Snakewood is the one with the zombie apocalypse. So Mm -hmm. like there's there's the the storyline is supposed to follow like a regular traditional Pokemon game, but you your first encounter instead of you saving I think Professor Birch, it's like oh shit, there's that fucking zombie Puccina. Gotta go find a Pokemon to go fight him with, and it's like the Puccina's at like blood coming out of his eyes, and it's like half eaten through. And then, like, you go to the next town, and like, all the doors are barricaded. All everything is barricaded. Every so, and like, one dude comes out and it's like, "You gotta go hide." There's fucking rabid Pokemon coming from the east, and then they just come in droves. And you're like, "Oh shit!" Um, but <laughs> shit like, like that. Fucking, this sounds like a Newgrounds game. <laughs> a reanimations. Lot of, a lot of fan games are like would have been Newgrounds games had they been made like ten years ago. But like the reanimation, these people thinking of different storylines to implement into these Pokemon games, I think it's really creative. Um, there is one game, however, which I've thought about getting, but I definitely cannot stream that, and it's called Pokemon Cock Version. <laughs> yeah, um, no, that one's hilarious. That one's absolutely hilarious. The opening, Professor Oak opens and was just like, welcome to the world of Pokemon. There's a lot of motherfuckers fucking these Pokemon out in these streets. And he just goes on a tirade how you better tell me your name before I fuck your mom. And he (laughs) introduces Gary. and It's like, I don't know who the fuck this little shit is, but I'm going to fucking stab him and his sister. So you're just talking about Plague of Gripes' video then at this point. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's that's what it is. Um. But yeah, other than that, I've been playing some Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. I can't yes. bring myself to hate it. I have a lot of problems with it, but I just love a lot of parts about that game. Groose is the best. Yeah. <laughs> Groose like, is the fucking best. I've, yeah, the music's great. All of it. His fucking hair is great. Everything's yeah. great about him. The fucking pompadour. See, my thing with that game is that the there is so much character in the storyline but the controls just fight me every yep. single fucking time. Waggle it! <laughs> and it's like, uh, do a Skyward Strike. Do, just, <laughs> just do it! Just do it. And it's like Link is sitting there searching for that that one little, like it he's looks, searching for the it nipple. It looks real dumb. Yeah. It looks real he's dumb. He's searching for the nipple so that he could be like, okay, now I do it. But it's like when you're in combat and you're fighting all these fucking goblins and shit like that, and yeah. they're not going to fucking wait for you. No. Like, hold on, he's looking for the nipple. <laughs> and then, like, when you're actually in the combat and they're doing, like, oh, I'm going to block to the side. I'm going to block to this side. I'm going to do that this. That shit don't work. And that doesn't work because by the time you're trying to swing to the other side, they're already getting ready to block on that other side. So I'm just – I don't know how combat works in this game. So I say – You spam attacks. You spam attacks. Yeah. That's how you do it. Okay. I would say – so this game was a lot like – so. Twilight Princess had a lot of that problem too with the motion controls and all that shit. But then, like, you could also play it on GameCube, and then it also came out on Wii U to where you didn't have to have those controls. And I know we've talked about this before, but if Skyward Sword, which I think it, I think Chris, you said that it's the next 3D Zelda that would be in line for a remake, that God, if please. it got a, it doesn't even need, really need a visual remake or no. anything like that. It just needs the controls. I would say fixed. the only thing you need to do is just bump up the textures just a little bit. And then yeah, it's just like with Star completely Fox replace the re- controls, and then you're good. Yeah. Star Fox Zero is the same way. If you had Star Fox Zero to where you didn't have to use the fucking Wii U pad, that game would be good. I want to say in defense of the Wii version of Twilight Princess, I actually didn't have any fucking problems Yeah, I don't think it's as game. bad. 
as it's Skyward not, Sword. It's not bad at all. Well, well, no, no, no. I mean, yeah. in terms of having issues with the uh, the Wii Remote and Nunchuck, like Skyward mm-hmm. Sword, you have a lot more problems with it. Skyward Sword is where we got the controller that had the built-in motion stabilizer. Yeah. To make the game better, which it didn't. Not to make the game better, to make the game work. It was a requirement (laughs) in order for you to use it. And even that, like, I just hate walking around the overworld and you're just constantly just like, here's your fucking sword all out in the open. Yeah. It looks dumb. It It looks fucking stupid. I can't stand it. There needed to be a button that would just have Link sheath his sword. That would have made everything a lot better. It's the A button. You sheath the sword with the A button when oh, you I just stand by I yourself. I fucking forgot. Yeah. I haven't fucking touched this game. He play, he's going to town. <laughs> like, this guy won't fucking put his sword away. Like, he went to bed with it. He took a shower with it. <laughs> nah. Also, Fee is super fucking annoying, isn't it? Yeah, every five seconds. I don't know who's worse, Fee or Navi. I think Fee is. Yeah. I think Fee is because she has, like, a mind of her own, and she'll just, like... Hey, talk to me real quick. I want to tell you about these this fucking grass right here. Yeah. And how it's like important to the fucking mission. Yeah. Let me tell you about well, this enemy that is currently not engaged with you, but now you had to move closer to it, so now it's gonna fuck you up. I do like that if he is the spirit of the master sword. That's yeah. that's cool, but but she's fucking annoying. Yeah, no. I'd rather I'd rather deal with the hey listen bullshit. Cause at least I, I can ignore that. <laughs> yeah. At least, like, it only pops up once. Like, it'll say, hey, listen, and then you just yeah. leave it alone and you just continue on with your Yeah, but V actually stops gameplay. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, so. I don't know. I'm trying, I'm trying to learn to love it again because, like, I really do want to finish the story this time. I only got maybe 25% in. Like, it was, I definitely finished the first dungeon, and then I was in the Goron area with, like, the volcanoes, and I don't remember how much further I got past that, Um, but I really just need to finish this game. Right. I just just don't know how much effort that's going to take me. But that's my week. There's not really a whole lot. I would try to decompress and take a break because I really focused heavily on that podcast. And Yeah. You got real sick, too, though, didn't you? I've been on and off sick, man. Like, I have this constant chronic congestion back and forth so it's just it is what it is that sucks all right Mm -hmm. well i'm gonna go last so connor you're next fuck um (laughs) of note detective pikachu saw that last night um i'm pretty forgiving how like a lot of movies handle cg nowadays all the pokemon look great 100 percent bulbasaur is dope in that yeah like (laughs) in fact actually i think the gen one pokemon with the exception of Mewtwo, look so much worse than the rest. It's wild. Jigglypuff looks a little terrifying. It, you and, see, you see it for like two seconds. <laughs> okay, and the char, like the Charizard looks. We- I don't understand why people say Charizard looks weird because they rendered the scales. He's a yeah, scaly he looks, dragon. He monster. looks great. See, when I look at him, he looks like he's got fur on him. I think that's the issue with me. You'll have it. You'll have it. You'll you'll. It'll look better if you see it on a big screen. Okay. Because like the contrast is a little better, so you can see like the um the shading between the scales a lot easier. Um Pikachu's like animation looks great. It's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. Isn't um, it so weird that when we saw this trailer, I was like, there's this no way this is gonna be good. And like it turns out being really good. So the best way I can describe it is it is a very polished and well done disney channel movie so it is it's sappy in a lot of ways but it's very charming and it's awkward in places but it doesn't really detract from the experience yeah 
I mean, does Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> do they let Ryan Reynolds uh, loose on this one? Yeah, um, he gets out. He gets out of dam in there, and it's pretty good. And, and <laughs> it, you saying dam once, <laughs> once because it's PG. I remember back in the day with a PG movie, you could get away with like a nip slip, like back in the eighties. Well, yeah, that was before we had <laughs> PG thirteen. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I, he does a very good job. I think his first few scenes are kind of poor because I think they recorded those early. Like, and he wasn't, I don't think he was allowed to go kind of crazy with it. Um, I would still say that you should not take your kids to see this movie because there are some pretty heavy themes, some fairly heavy shit. Like, we had tons of technical difficulties in this movie. We had to start the movie over about about 30 minutes in. Why? Are you serious? Yeah, it had to do with the fact that, like, at my movie theater, there was an issue with, like, how the projector was set up, and, like, they had to wait for it to to buffer. And so... Were they streaming it from, like, one of those Chinese websites? Uh, they were, I think they were streaming it from... (laughs) From YouTube? (laughs) They were streaming it from a server in in the theater before the, uh, projector adjusted to it. It was weird. Um, but... After they started over, it was fine. But the reason why I bring this up is when we, before we got 30 minutes in, there was a family with like four four young kids that, Chris, I'm going to say were around your kid's age. Why would you bring a three-year-old to a theater? Yeah, you'd think. They were like three to five. And okay, sure. Whatever. Yeah, but still. And like as you got further into the movie, I'm like, this shit ain't appropriate for kids. Like, not really terrible, like, nasty innuendos, but there's a lot of, like, adult jokes that are out in the open. So maybe there's a few, like, underhanded sexual innuendos. And not even probably... sexual, it's just mature stuff, too. Like, I think there's a... I thought there was an offhanded drug joke in there, but, like... I mean, to be fair, this movie isn't was isn't directed for the little kids anyway. It is, sure it's is not. It's for us. It's yeah. for our yeah. generation. It 100% <laughs> is. Like, there's a ton of, like, little references. Every generation has an equal number of Pokemon represented. It's, like, real close. Like, mm. it's it's crazy. Like, it's not all Dude, Gen Apom 1. looks fucking terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bufalant is cute as fuck. I love it. They're so cute. Is that the balloon? Like, no. Uh, oh, that's Drift Bloom. Uh, Bufalant is like the big bison looking Pokemon that has like all the fucking fur, like a big yeah. puff of fur around its neck. It okay. looks like a boof, like the hairstyle. <laughs> that's where it gets its name. Okay. And all the Pokemon look fantastic. The villains, quote, quote, villains are like really compelling because they're comical. And like, okay, I this, like comical villains. Yeah, yeah they're, they're not like, they, they take themselves seriously enough, but they're wacky. So it's fine. So kind of like Team Rocket. They're not quite to that point where they're a parody, but they're like, they're serious, but they're still kind of wacky. Okay. Like, that, that. this is the reason why I said the Disney Channel comparison. Okay. It, it kind of, when you say, like, they're, they know they're bad guys, but they're also wacky, it kind of reminds me of Bebop and Rocksteady from the newer TMNT it pretty, TMNT that, That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Where fucking Seamus is one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty, that's so that's pretty much the, what the, it is. The, the the best thing about the TMNT movies is the second one, like the new one, where they bring in Bebop and Rocksteady because they're just yeah. like, fucking, we're, but, we're two assholes. And they're like, hey, do you want to be real strong and help me fight these turtles? He's like, fuck yeah, fuck them turtles. <laughs> and they turn into a rhino and a fucking, uh, like a big pig monster. And they're just like, all right, whatever, let's go fuck shit up. <laughs> okay. It's awesome. Seamus does an amazing job. And yes, I'm talking about Seamus the wrestler. It's Seamus and some other guy. I, I, I'm I, sad. I don't know the other guy's name, but it, yeah, they're really good. So I, I won't spoil any more about Detective Pikachu other than I'll say it's definitely wor- worth a watch at least once. Just don't bring your kids. 
Like, if, if they're, like, 10, it's fine. Yeah, we were going to take our niece that's 9, so... Oh, she'll, she'll, she'll be, be fine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I picked up some shit. I like shit. Yeah, so first thing I'm going to show, this is the box art. Is that a Rondo of Blood vinyl? Rondo of Blood vinyl. Oh, yeah. shit. So I picked up vinyls for the soundtracks for um, Rondo of Blood and Symphony of the Night. Ooh. That's yeah. pretty fucking cool. And the interior is fucking dope, so... Oh, Dude, that looks so good. Yeah. They're, that looks so fucking sick. It's so gorgeous. Uh, I, audio listeners, it's just amazing art is yeah, what it is. <laughs> 40 bucks for two vinyls. That's not bad. Like, yeah, no. Like, you're not going to get better than that. He's got more. <laughs> yeah. So here's the Symphony of the Night one. Oh, wow. That's pretty sick. It's very fitting. Um, it's not It's not crazy ex- no, extravagant, it's just, but, you know, it's fitting. It's very Victorian portrait. It's, yeah. it's very similar to the, uh, when you look at Dracula's face, it's very similar to that of the animated series. Yes. yes. Come out. Yes. And then I finally picked up Blu-rays for my favorite Gundam series, uh, Turn A. Ooh, nice. Very nice. Yeah. I um, still didn't. I, di- I didn't pull the trigger and I didn't buy the G Gundam or the Gurren Lagann uh, collector. Those editions that I saw on what's the website again? Right stuff. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what it is. And I really want them. But like I said, I got to buy a new AC unit and all this other shit. So. Actually, you know what? I have it with me. Yeah. Look at what's this. Uh, the big, yeah, the big ass so box. Yeah. I, 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 my I love, so I love good. this art right here. So good. Yeah, it's real good. Um, I still need to watch G Gundam in its, its entirety. It's man. fun. So good. It's so much fun. It's, it's it, it knows how goofy it is. It, uh, speaking of Pokemon, I picked up this. This is a collection of all of the Gen Four Pokemon movies. Oh, nice! It's the a, Darkrai, Giratina. Yeah, Zorark and Arceus. Okay, this is cool because it's a fucking steel book. I'm like, really? Why? <laughs> Why the would Pokemon you even? Movies? Yeah, and it's the only one they've made so far. Like, uh, how much was it? Uh forty bucks. It's not bad. It's no. Ten bucks a movie. Yeah, not too bad. And these are my favorite ones, so oh, I'm fine okay. with that. You're a big fan of the Diamond Pearl series? Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like... <laughs> I'm a gold and silver boy. In terms of the anime, like, Gen 3 and 4 is where I think it peaked. Like, they're just... The character's really good. The power and stakes are there. Like, it makes sense. It's not like Gen 5 is when he loses to a dude whose meow walks upright and wears a cowboy hat. Oh, God. It's bad. I've seen that. It's bad. <laughs> I, I don't think I've yeah. seen that. So for comparison, in Gen 4, Ash loses to a dude who has a dark rye, and he's the and Ash is the only person to get past the dark rye, and Pikachu gets whomped by a Latios. Wait a second. So they allowed legendaries in the, the fucking... The anime's weird with it, how they handle legendaries. Yeah. It, there's that whole theory, too, how Ash is like related to red but he's like his mentally challenged brother <laughs> or something like that what, so so actually based on statements from detective pikachu this, it's actually pretty interesting there's a theory going on going around that says that the pokemon movies happened in the universe of detective pikachu really but the tv series is a tv series in detective pikachu's universe so like they're watching the tv series yeah they watch the, the tv uh, so no. the anime is a fucking is a TV show in the series. universe, um, but it's any never of the shown. movies it's, that took place. That, but the movies actually took place in the universe because they met because something offhand is mentioned about Mewtwo, and everyone's like, "Oh, what the fuck? Oh, that's cool." So it's a theory. It's not extremely well substantiated, but I'm like, "Oh, that'd be cool as hell if that's confirmed." Because they mention um, Mewtwo escaped from Kanto 20 years ago, and everyone's like, "Oh, is that what's going to be?" So that's cool. And then the last thing I got, I picked up finally, uh, Odin Sphere. 
That is such a good game, man. And so this will probably be the game I stream. Now I'm going to start streaming. It'll be the either the the second or third game I stream. Okay. So a couple, uh, it was about a month and a half ago. I saw the PS2 version at a half price books, but I didn't buy it because my buddy's like, just buy the PlayStation 4 version. Yeah, just buy that. The the PS2 version chugs really really bad. I mean, even the ports to the PS2 version on the PS3. Wasn't there a part in the PS2 version too that you could legitimately lock yourself out and like not be able to beat the game? I think so. From what I heard, that's possible. I've never ran into that. Yeah, I think but they fixed it in the PS4 version. This version here for the PS4, significantly, like, 100 times better. So definitely and check that shit it's, out. It's, 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 of the, it's the, from the people that made Dragon's Crown, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, Vanillaware. Yeah, this was their first game. No, it okay. was not. No, I'm sorry. It was the first in the, in the number of games, like, that ended up getting remasters or something. Like... Like it was like a line. It was like the first one that everyone was like, "Oh shit, this is a good company." It was like it was first that it was first Odin Sphere, then Dragon's Crown, it was their and then Muramasa. Yes, that's it. That's not the order they came out. Was it? I'm sorry. Muramasa came out for the. No, I'm sorry. I'm, so, I'm just jumping debunking in. frauds over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Odin Sphere. It's Muramasa, and then Dragon's Crown came out for the PS3. And- Muramasa came out on Vita, right? Miramasa yeah. got a remake. It wasn't even like a remake. It was like, hey, let's take parts of the first story and then expand on it because there's four playable characters in the Miramasa Vita version. Okay. So. Cool. Um, but nah, they're the guys who did Princess Crown, and I know that I've talked about it previously on the podcast. Just, I love Vanillaware. Yeah, they're Their fantastic. Shit is great. There's also a game in between Odin Sphere and Princess Crown. I think there's like one or two games that they did in that same style. So, but I think that. Either was like super low copies released, or it was a Japan exclusive. So I, I played a lot of Dragon's Crown because, like, we had a lot of people that we hung out with around that time that would just like convey to our one buddy's house because we all lived in the same neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So we just go over there and just play that like shit nonstop. That and like Dungeons and the Dungeons and Dragons game that came out. That's the four person side scroller. Uh, it's Dungeons and Dragons, some Shadows of Mistara or something like that. Yeah, I've it's never really, heard of it. It's a really, good, it's a really yeah. good game. Okay, because yeah. like the cleric, the or the cleric monk is like the best character. <laughs> so last weekend, actually, over Memorial Day, I was in Florida. Florida. I was in I was in Fort Myers, staying with my mom and my brother. Uh, we stayed at a resort there. And it made me realize that, man, if you're not going to an all-inclusive, it sucks. Like, fucking nickel and diming you for every fucking little thing. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's kind of like if you do, like, an Allegiant flight where it's, like, the Allegiant flights are 75 bucks. Yeah. But or Spirit or one on, of them. That's yeah. an extra 50 bucks. You want to check a bag? That's an extra 50 bucks. Yep. All that. Um, no. And, like, we've, uh, we di- we ran the numbers. And, to- and the three days we spent there... Not not including um, not including the money we spent on food. Okay, so one day for lunch we spent one hundred and forty dollars for three of us. It was bad. But I also come from traveling with a corporate card where I've seen a thousand dollar tabs on like six people. Oh jeez. Yeah, yeah. Um, so lots of booze. So my mom. Well, yeah, that's so, when you sneak it in that bo- them bottles of champagne. Forty percent because they're like forty percent of my daily can be alcohol. <laughs> um. So we found that like three, spending three days at this uh, resort was was still like was more than half of what we spent for eight days in an all inclusive in Mexico. Ooh. And this is well, considering Mexico. And too. This is also considering flights as well. So 
um, we're like, why wouldn't we just go to Mexico at that point? <laughs> so now yeah. we know. Now we know. Um, just go to just go to Mexico. Yeah. Um, that was fun. Uh, didn't really have time to do anything. Um, actually, <laughs> while we were there, actually, we we finally started up. Um, so our Pathfinder game ended early because we we're all getting sick and tired of Rune Lords. So now we're doing the bullshit, um, the bullshit one called R- Wrath of the Righteous, where we get mythic powers. Where it's another ten levels on top of your twenty. It is so. Oh, it is power scaling okay. out the ass, and we're all super excited. And our DM let us roll instead of a point by. We all did roll for our stats. I ended up with two 18s and a sixteen. Nice. All my stats are above are above ten. It's disgusting. Nice. So I'm rolling a paladin. Okay. <laughs> this will be fun. Is uh, it, what's the differences between um a regular paladin in D and D five e and Pathfinder paladin? Like, is there um, much significance between the two? Uh, I have not played a paladin in 5e. Uh, the big thing in uh, Pathfinder is uh, paladins, they get thrown spell list, as I'm sure they do in 5e. But they also have, they have Smite Evil, which is like, you can just spend it per day to buff your attacks. But they also have auras, which are passive party buffs. Okay. I think I think that 5e has something similar to Yeah. That. So I think, I think Pathfinder just might be just more powerful in general. Um, okay, and a lot of the paladin spells have a lot. A lot of them are immediates or as a reaction, um, so that's nice. Um, I'm sure they play very similarly, but Pathfinder there's just a ton more to it beyond that. But we're all super excited for the mythic stuff, which is like for every level of mythic, the CR of an encounter goes up by by a half. So level a level twenty party of four will be fighting CR twenty five monsters, and they're ridiculous. For perspective, I think it's I think Cthulhu is twenty nine. Yes, he exists in Pathfinder. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there are a ton of other wacky ass creatures that exist in Pathfinder. I play Path. That's what I played when I I never played Dungeons and Dragons. I played Pathfinder, and I'll have to see what my friends are doing. But if not everyone can make it tomorrow, I finally have everything set up for Pokemon Tabletop for a group. Nice, so that's cool. I'll get back to you on that. No, I see well, no, I was gonna say no. I was gonna say. Uh, we're mainly only doing it with my group because we're, oh we're do- fuck you. no 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 well let me explain <laughs> we're, we're doing it in our off time uh from uh it i'm sorry we're doing it on, on an off day if everyone can't make it okay this is how we set it up i wanted to do a pokemon thing with you guys so the two of you and scotty probably okay okay cool so that was so that was my that was my the rationale for my decision plus we could be more flexible with it because of that uh, oh, actually been replaying Symphony of the Night. Fantastic. <laughs> of course you have. Yeah. Yeah. I um I just put in like twelve hours this week and beat it. So That's that's what we fucking need to do with Connor on a podcast is just a fucking Castlevania tier list. Yes. It's, hey that, I'm hey, I'm down we can do it. We still have a podcast. We, we do. We we won't do it this week, but we can still do it. Oh, we'll do it we, as we the icebreaker for, for the next one? We could do that. We, sure. Yeah. We'll look I'm into down. it. Yeah. We'll yeah. Depending on the news. One yeah. of the reasons we yeah. did that, we didn't have a lot of news that week. <laughs> Although you did have like 40 game consoles to go through. We did. That that was that was my fault. I was like, come on, Chris. We got to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> that that section All was right. amazing. That- yeah, it was pretty good. I got a lot of good clips out of that. <laughs> sure. All did. right. I guess this next one's going to be on me because I have a lot of shit, even though I was only gone. I feel like. I'm going to have more than Connor did, even though Connor was gone for a month. <laughs> all right. So first of all, 
But you had a ton of good ass food in Florida. I did. I also went to Florida. Me and my wife went to Clearwater, Florida last week. It was very nice down there. We had tons of good food. We landed about 5 p.m. on a Monday and we stopped at a place on. So when you go from the Tampa airport to where we were, it's basically just a highway stretch of yep. ocean on both sides. Oh, that's gorgeous. Yeah, because isn't clear beautiful. Yeah, isn't Clearwater like one of the barrier islands? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And uh, we stopped at a place on the uh, right on the beach. Like it's literally we parked on the beach. So wait a second. Clearwater is not on mainland. Uh, well, part of Clearwater is. Yeah. Okay. So where we were, there's part of Clearwater, and then you go over to like Clearwater Islands, and that's where we would go to the beach because you have to go across the water and all that. Stuff. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, the long highway, I think, must have been built recently within the last like five to ten years. Yeah. Because yeah. It's very, most like, of most of the highways in Florida, especially like where I was around Fort Myers, all of that is mm-hmm. like brand new, like last fifteen years. Yeah, because it was very like Tampa Airport. This highway goes straight to Clearwater. And, uh, I mean, you stop – we had to park on the beach to go to a place called Whiskey Joe's. And, like, that first night, we spent 100 bucks just at Whiskey Joe's. Oh, I'm told, I wouldn't be surprised. Chris found out what a Bahama Mama was. Yeah! Bahama Mama's I, good. Dude, I, I am a sucker for, like, super fruity drinks. Yeah. Like, I fucking love them. Well, actually, I was going to say, on the sun, the – the day before Memorial Day that Sunday, I and I this probably contributed to that hundred and forty dollar lunch bill, but I had three I had three uh bloody Marys. Dude, like we had two oh. drinks and just the drinks alone were like twenty bucks. Yeah. What are these names? Like the oh, you've never I had really a bloody Mary. Is, you've never no. I can't do a Bloody Mary. Oh, bloody no. Mary is like tomato juice and vodka and pepper oh, and a so stick good. of celery. It's so oh, good. That doesn't sound no. bad at all to me. Yeah, it's so good. But I'm I'm really no, into dude, like the, dude, when the we spicy go to two, shit. When we go to too many games, we should we should go out and get one. I'm down for getting drunk. Yeah, I mean it'll be your birthday, dude. Man, yeah. we only have yeah. 20, twenty days left until that. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have to figure out how we're gonna uh, arrange. We gotta that. have a game plan. Yeah, <laughs> otherwise this is gonna be a fucking shit show, much like our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't think it would be as much of a shit show as sitting in line to meet Castle Super Beast like for six hours or whatever. I'll tell you right now, that was the best. Fun. Like, oh, I'm so yeah. glad I got in that line because like we wouldn't kind of launched my. We wouldn't, we wouldn't be, be here. here. <laughs> uh, what else we did? Uh, I got also we had crab cakes. So Whiskey Joe's has <sighs> crab cakes that aren't. They're not made with breadcrumbs. They're made with like fried crushed plantains. Give me that shit. And it yeah, sounds, sounds really weird. So that sounds amazing. Good. Are you kidding? It was so fucking good. Uh, we had like fried gator with fried pickles and all that shit. Did you, too, did you so. have grouper okay. at all when you were there? Yes. Is it, grouper is the fish. fucking best. I love grouper. Grouper's grouper. pretty good. Grouper's oh. pretty We went to a place called Frenchie's Rockaway Grill or something. <laughs> oh, that sounds fantastic. Right on the beach. Uh, it was right on the beach. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we had like blackened scallops and blackened shrimp and blackened everything because I love blackened yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. We have like the same taste uh, and everything. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, got a Cubano. I got a went to a yeah. Cuban restaurant. Uh, I'm gonna be honest though. This place that we went for this Cuban, it it wasn't that. It was just normal. It wasn't mm-hmm. like nothing yeah. ex- like fantastic. There is a place if you ever go down to the Temple Terrace area of Florida that apparently it was a restaurant that whenever Obama went to Florida, he made sure to go to this restaurant to get their Cuban sandwich, and that Cuban sandwich was good. This one was just okay. It was alright. I, I but mean, it, but I was Cuban gonna say sandwiches because, are street food, man. Well, I was gonna yeah. say because it's a Cuban sandwich, it's still pretty good on its own. 
Well, the yeah. problem is we went like this Cuban place. We went on a Sunday, the Sunday before we were flying back home, and we were incredibly underdressed. Oh. Like we had like flip flops, and like we walked in, and there were people with like church gear on, and it's very like the waiter came up and shook our hands and all that, and I was just like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> well, I was gonna say if you had if you had uh, been to where I was around Fort Myers, they don't give a shit. Like yeah, you could you could walk around with like in like uh, cargo pants. Flip flops. Yeah, you got money. All right, you're good. <laughs> no, it, because it's a retirement community. Like that entire area is just oh, tons and yeah. tons of like retirement neighborhoods. So like, yeah. there's a ton of restaurants, ton of really good restaurants, but they don't care what you wear, even though yeah. there are there are like there are really expensive re- resort condos there. They don't yeah. care what you wear. Well, Clearwater, Clearwater has a lot of older people in it too, and I fit right in because the only car we could get that was a convertible was a Buick Cascada, <laughs> which you. You probably never heard of this thing before, but Buick sure makes a fucking it. convertible. I gave either, I gave him shit when he told us. That's amazing. It was either that or a minivan, and my wife said, "I'm not fucking driving in a minivan on our vacation." So get this Buick Cascada, <laughs> and I was, dude, the gas it sucked up gas, but yeah. we found out too, it only had a ten gallon tank. So I, oh, so, I mean, like, you weren't really paying money. No, but I had to stop every fucking like day and get gas. <laughs> That's stupid. Uh, me and my wife also got new tattoos, Ooh. which for if you guys can see the Gurren Lagan one. Oh yeah, I got my Die Gurren Brigade. It's yeah, all, it's still healing and all that. Fucking great. Uh, we went over to a place uh, right out. Actually, it was right before you got to the Clearwater Island. It's called Foolish Pride Tattoo. Guy named Carlos. He's on Instagram underscore Lucifer. Go check him out. He does a lot of like old school. Uh, just old school tattoo stuff, and he also mixes in a lot of Japanese culture with it too. So it was really cool because I was like, "Hey, I, this is what I want to get." He's like, "Oh, I know exactly what that is," and I was like, "Great!" I didn't Neat. expect I didn't expect my tattoo guy to know what the Diger and Brigade logo was. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> so it's still healing. Like uh, even it's flaked a lot. A lot of the dead skin is off of it. Uh, I didn't lose too much color, so I'm really happy. I've been tra- taking care of it. First two days, I'm just slathering A and D ointment on it for like two days, and now I'm just moisturizing. Like I have, like everyone's like, "What you got that Luberderm next to your computer for?" I was like, "Look, man, I don't, this is for my arm. Like I'll tell you when I masturbate." Sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, we went on a dinner cruise. We spent uh. like 125 dollars for two tickets to this dinner cruise, and I got fucking smashed. So was that, so <laughs> like, was everything included on that cruise? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, it's now it's not a fancy cruise. This isn't like no. a fucking open oh, ocean oh, cruise. Of course not. But you're there. This is like you're there to eat and garbage get garbage buffet food. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. It's garbage buffet food, and they're like, "Hey, we got Bud Light, we got Budweiser, we got this shitty white <laughs> wine, this shitty red, red wine, and we also have this rum punch." Which is just Bacardi rum and fucking Kool-Aid. Yeah, you know, that sounds fine. That's beautiful. I, I had know, eleven it, glasses of that shit. Yeah. It, it was one of those cruises where they just chained the boat to the dock. It was just like, No, no just we get went in. around. You we went around? went around the fucking bay. That's because the chain broke and you just like got <laughs> lost. <laughs> Dude, before we like we got on the boat and it was like, you know, you get on the boat and then you sit there for about thirty minutes. You could drink. Oh yeah. I was fucking smashed by the time we left dock. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> my wife was like, you, "My wife was like, you need to slow down." I was like, "You need to keep up." <laughs> and I'm a lightweight when it comes to drinking. That rum punch fucking snuck up on. Oh, it me. sure does. Like I was drinking, I was like, "This is pretty good." About eight in, and I was like, "Oh no, yeah, like no, yeah, like." Well, that's why I love Bloody Marys because, like, because they're so heavy. Um, oh, like yeah. you don't need to eat with them. 
but because you're still drinking vodka, you'll still get fucked up, but you don't need to eat, so oh, it's yeah. whatever. Dude, well, it's I a was... fucking meal and a drink, man. Yeah. It's well, like no. you got the celery well, no. well, and the... Well, t- no, like, that's why, like, around D.C., like, the whole brunch culture is the meal is Bloody Mary plus X, and that's how they advertise it. <laughs> or mimosa plus X. Yeah, like, I'm, yeah I'm it's, like, it's a... like, yeah, Bloody Mary and chicken and waffles. Yeah, exactly. So, so down in uh, down in Austin, there's a place called Bangers, and it's <laughs> down off it's down off of like Sixth or Eighth Street or something like that. And it's a very German esque. Like they got tons of beer, yeah. tons of like fifteen or twenty different sausages. I had a fried chicken sausage oh. that was fucking delicious. Yeah. yeah, that shit's good. They put like ch- like like very well seasoned chicken meat in a sausage casing, cooked it, and then fucking battered it and fried that shit with fr- chicken like uh batter oh. so good anyway they have a thing called a manmosa and it is a fucking leader so, it is a leader of orange juice and fucking <laughs> champagne how you're much only, is that it's about 20 bucks that's it that's it yeah you're only al- you're only allowed to order one. Oh. I ordered one, drank mine. My wife didn't finish half of hers. I was like, fuck that. I'm not letting that waste. Yeah. Drank that. I don't know how we got home. I had a hangover at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> like, when, I, when I was in D.C., we once went to a brunch, and it was all you can drink mimosas for two hours. And, we, and you paid like 16 bucks. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Don't drag feet. Let's go. <laughs> I, I think I it's had. Just like, here's your, here's your mimosa. Well, I ordered three. So I think I only had nine but, because like they put out a big pitcher on your table and it got cold. Like only after. had nine. Yeah. Only had. Yeah. Nine. And that was because it got, it got warm and I'm like, ah, so an ice the, cube in there. If you get, to we the didn't have any enough, and the, you and the, don't have the, the fucking case. So we were sitting outside and the waiters wouldn't come to like deal with us or whatever. Ah. And it sucked. And I'm like, come on guys. <laughs> because they know the deal. They're not going to yeah. bring you like, you're going to bring 50 if you had your choice. <laughs> But uh, that dinner cruise was a lot more fucking fun than I thought it was going to be. We got fucking smashed. We went up on the top roof area and just we saw dolphins yeah. and all this other stuff. And then me and my wife showed our age because everyone was dancing. We like I don't care how drunk we were. We weren't going to dance, but we were yelling at them. <laughs> and like all these young kids are like dancing to all these songs and all that shit. And they put on the Cupid Shuffle. What the fuck is a Cupid Shuffle? Yeah, I'm not even familiar with that. The Cupid Shuffle is one of those dances like the Macarena or all that shit. Like, they tell you how to do it in the song. Yeah. They tell you what to do in the dance. uh, Are you sure that's not? These kids didn't know what it was. What's the Macarena? I I can't. All right, Chris. I can't help you with that one. (laughs) Do you really not know what the Macarena is? It's no. It's some like, wasn't it like, it was some Cuban guys or something like that. They didn't play in church, Connor. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I forget. (laughs) Well, no, but even then, but even, it was the holy Macarena in church. Well, no, but even then, I, I, I'm surprised you wouldn't have heard it like in the army or whatever. Or I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Connor, they play the Macarena. No, I mean once once you had gotten out of your of your uh, repressive Christian household yeah. is what I meant. It, it's just one of those one hit wonder pop yeah. songs, is what it is. Okay, and it's, and- it's one of those songs that is played. Well, when you're when you're a ten year old at a bowling party, yeah, they literally say like uh, to the left, to the left, to the right, to, like they tell you what to do. Is, in wait, the song. Is it, is oh, it, it's Beyonce. Wait, is it the Cupid slide or is it the Cha Cha slide? They played both of those. Okay, but it was the okay. Cupid slide now, that they didn't I, know. Now I've never heard of the Cupid slide. That must have died before I was a young. Whatever man. it was. Anyway, long story short, we're yelling at these people. We're like, you don't know what the fucking dude's Cupid shuffle. <laughs> 
And like this other, fa- these other two people that are sitting next to us are just cracking up the entire time because we are like white girl wasted. Yeah. Like I called my mom and I was like, "Hey, mom, we doing?" <laughs> I called my brother. I left a voice. I was like, "You better pick up your phone, you little bitch." <laughs> I was fucking smashed, oh. man. And I still woke up at like seven o'clock in the fucking morning because I went to bed at like eight. No, we got off the cruise at 9.30, and then we got back to that hotel, went to bed at 9, or went to bed at 10. Yeah, I was up at, like, 7. Showering, feeling real good. My wife was like, what are you doing? I was like, I got shit to do. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then, of course, the beaches were great. Like, I beaches was really fun. We, we Yeah, I saw the photographs, and that, that was empty. Yeah, so we got there. We got to that beach about 9 a.m., and it was great. We paid, like, 25 bucks for one of the big umbrellas yeah. with the two chairs and all mm-hmm. that. And they're like, you got it till 5, like, you're good. And then it was about 12.30. That's when everybody and their mama came out. Yeah, that at my sounds wife. about She's right. Like, she goes, you ready to go? I was like, yeah, pretty good. <laughs> got sunburned because I fucking – I don't know my ancestry. It has to be some kind of Irish or some fucking European, you know, race that has never seen sunlight. Because I'm out in the sun for five seconds and it's just like you're probably Eastern Europe. I have the same fucking bullshit it's, too, man. It's crazy, man. It's bullshit. Uh, I got let's let's get through this list because I got a lot on this list. Uh, my AC unit is on the fritz and I'm not happy about it because I found out after the house the after buying the house we found out that our unit is it's only keeping like the house at like 76. It won't get any colder than that. We come from an apartment where we kept it on like 68. Yeah. So, uh, so what it is, is it's a 24 year old unit. One of the refrigerant cooler lines is, you know, busted and it's got like, it's leaked out six pounds of coolant. So yeah, that shit's a hundred dollars a pound. Yeah. So the guy's like, Hey, I can fix this for about 1800, but this unit looks like it's 24 years old. Yeah. Like, it's probably about to go out. So we're looking at probably about five grand going to have to get one, but we take care of it. It's going to last another 25 years. So I'm fine with it. Uh, I'm waiting on my fucking warranty company. So I had a guy come out and look at it, and he told me that. But for my warranty, my home warranty to take effect, I have I had to call them, do a claim, and then they have to send out a representative that they have found to say, yeah, you need a new unit in order for me to get $1,500 off of my new unit. But I called them on Wednesday, and these motherfuckers still ain't done shit. So I called them on Friday. I was like, hey, what's going on? You know, they're like, oh, we're, we'll have one out by the end of the day. We ain't had nobody fucking come to our house. So I'm going to call them Monday and be like, look, if you don't have somebody come out by the end of the day, uh, I'm going to go ahead and get this new unit because that's what I want. And I'm going to make sure that you guys, you know, you know, put my warranty on there because this is bull crap. Mm-hmm. Like my office that I am in, I have a window unit. Luckily, it hasn't been too hot, but I have a window unit that I just turn on and I'm good in here. But when we go to like in the house, the house is pretty big, like. That's bullshit. So, but her, our in-laws have some a couple window units from their old house that they're just going to let us borrow until then. That's cool. So we'll just throw a window unit. Window units nowadays are a lot easier to deal with than they were back in the 90s. Yeah. Like back mm-hmm. in the 90s, it was you had to make sure you had a fucking stick underneath it or a piece of wood and all that. Now they build them a lot. Now you don't even have to buy window units. You can actually buy like just, they look like stand-up fans that just sit over in the corner. Yeah. So. Yeah. We're going to work on that. Uh, retro Freak is getting replaced. So okay, my good. Retro Freak died, which sucks. But I got to send that out off to Japan. They're going to, once they get it, uh, everyone, they're paying for the shipping. Once they get it, they're going to send me another unit and we'll be good to go. I probably won't have it in time for uh, too many games, though, which kind of sucks. 
But I'm just happy I'm not out two hundred eighty dollars. Well, I was gonna say, yeah. is this t- is is that related to your computer shitting itself? So <laughs> <laughs> that's the next thing I was about to talk about. <laughs> uh, they don't have any like thing like to get like it's just when it fucking ha- when it rains it fucking hails. So when I found out the retro freak died, my also my video my HDMI to or my RCA to HDMI converter died out, so I couldn't even I wanted to play Snowboard Kids 2 on the stream. I was like, this game's pretty cool. Let me get my N64. Nope. Couldn't play that. Computer's being slow as shit. I'm just like, what the fuck's going on? So like now with my computer, I've gotten some new parts, but it's still booting really slow. So I'm just gonna do a complete brand new Windows 10 rewipe and just like yeah. start from scratch. I was gonna say, like, you should just wipe the computer, swap out the hard drive with solid state. If you don't already... Well, yeah. Well, the the problem is I've always just re-imaged what I currently had onto a new solid state or a new hard drive. And I think it's just keeping all the fucking shit that's all the blow. down. Yeah. You just, need gonna, to do a straight, you just need to do a straight factory reset. Yeah. Yep. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take all of... You know, a lot of my shit is on externals anyway. I don't keep very many things on internal besides like operating system and stuff like that. Uh, but I've got a couple... Uh, I've got a two terabyte hard drive and a one terabyte hard drive that I put stuff on. I actually just bought a one terabyte solid state, so I'm going to be good with that, and it's good. I have a, I don't have the discs, but I have Windows 10 on a flash drive, so mm-hmm. we're good to go on there. Uh, I did a new thing on my stream, which I was very skeptical about doing because I have not done this in so long, but I did a beat art stream, and I had a lot of fun with those. I did a, uh, a commission for Matt McMuscles, uh, his logo. We got that done in one night. I'm actually going to redo it because I'm OCD and uh, I just want to redo it. But uh, I had a lot of fun with that. We, we've been doing like Mega Man Maverick, uh, the Mega Man X Mavericks. So we've been having fun mm-hmm. with that. It's just very cool. It's chill. Like you get to listen to music. I'm making something. So that's kind of cool. And I can engage like instead of playing a game and like having to bounce from like game mode to like performer mode. It's easy just to kind of chill. And you guys also get to see how shit's made. So. Those are there's going to be more of those coming out too. I also played Dauntless. I was very skeptical with Dauntless. I was like, this is just a shitty Monster Hunter clone. How are you liking it? I am really liking it. Like okay. I am surprised. This game is basically a mixture of Monster Hunter, Fortnite, and World of Warcraft. And it's really weird, but I really like it. I'll be playing it some more, and it's free to play. So go. The only thing that's bad is you got to go download that Epic's game launcher. So you got to yeah. have the Epic Games launcher. Yeah. But I don't know if I'm do all that for free though. It's not bad. It's really fun. I uh, got a, a couple people that I stream with. They've been playing it. H2O has been playing it. Our buddy uh, Brett, which is crispy toast or stirring wildwood on Twitch. He's been playing it. All that stuff. Our friend Grublo too. So uh, I pre-ordered Bloodstain. Yay! I was I was waiting um, for Connor's face. So no, I was gonna say <laughs> I actually just pre-ordered it on PS4. <laughs> so PS4, yeah. I'm so probably gonna I now, for Switch. so I now have it on three consoles. Jesus, I'm ready to and play I, this game. And I only pre-ordered it so I can stream it because I don't think my PC could handle trying to stream Doing it. Doing both. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this comes out the 19th uh, eight, of this month? The 18th. I thought it was the 25th. Uh, the 18th is for um, PS4 and PC and Xbox One. Okay. And then the 25th okay. is for Switch. Okay. Okay. I'll wait until the 21st because I want mine on Switch. So, But yeah, game looks great. It's 40 bucks. Uh, it's the new... It's the new Castlevania, and then the um, and then the exclusive backer DLC uh, is ten bucks. Yeah, on top of that, 
Oh, you can nice. okay. I didn't know if that was just backers only because that's. Oh the... no! Yeah, they just there was just like there was a big there was a big kerfuffle because people were fucking salty that that uh five oh five decided to release that, like basically uh, all... basically all it is is the sword whip, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, Ega as a boss. But all the well, o- I was but I was all the other about the steel book. Um, yeah, the only thing about the steel book is you have to go to Best Buy to get it. Yeah, the steelbook looks really yeah, nice. Yeah, but so that's all I'm saying. It's like you can't just pre-order on Amazon or GameStop. You have to go to Best Buy. Okay. Um, that's kind of like when I try I, – I really want the the Best Buy edition, the steelbook edition of Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. But they sold out, and I'll never get it unless I want to pay like $75 for it, and I'm yeah. not paying that because that's bullshit. Yeah, no. But it's it's very beautiful. Uh, have you guys been keeping up with Modern Horizon the spoilers? A little bit, Yeah. Cause this sets fucking blows. <laughs> yeah, it does. I'm not. It's so. Bad. Oh, oh, magic. I'm sorry. I didn't know what you meant. At yeah, first. Okay. yeah. It's it's magic. No, again. so I'm a check it's, out. It's. Yeah, that's fine. I don't, I don't play. It's, so. This, this yeah, is uh, Commander Horizons. That's what these this are all fucking set. Oh wait, I'm the sorry. Th- oh, were those those shitty ass cards that I saw posted? Uh, yeah, in, in most the of them. Oh yeah. my yeah. god. The only, and the, people are going nuts on the Facebook groups. I, they're like, oh, can this go in our deck? And I'm like, you guys are, like, you guys are retarded. Like, these these don't go in these decks. Like, the only thing that you can see coming out of this deck is, like, that uh, that Eon, Echo of Eons. It seems like a pretty good card. Uh, you also have the, so you guys, are, Chris, are you familiar with the card Horizon Canopy? Uh, vaguely, yes. It's a land that comes in. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, it's te- taps for colorless, or you pay a life. You can put either green or white, yep. or you can also sack it and draw a card. Yep. Uh, they did that for the allied colored lands. Okay. So they have like a red white version. They have you know a, a black green version. They have all that, and they're they're called the canopy lands. Yep. So I will probably be picking up the red white ones for burn because those are really good because at some point you're like, oh, I'm getting la- mana flooded. Let me sack this land to draw a card. Right. So you might you might draw that bolt that you need to finish off your opponent. So, but yeah, I have not been happy with Modern Horizons. So as someone who plays almost exclusively uh, Commander, I think this set is great. <laughs> I bet you do. I bet you do because this set's for you. <laughs> Yeah, it's there, there's a lot of solid picks on here. Um, there's an Urza that came out. There is an Urza. Yogmoth is an actual. I card. can't believe they fucking printed a Yogmoth. Like yeah. I can't. I'm really surprised. I don't know if spoilers are still going on, but I if they are still going on, I really think Urza might be in there. Not Urza, Misha. Yeah, because I mean that's who Urza was fighting the entire mm-hmm. time. So I could definitely see that happening. Um, yeah. But. Ultimately, there's there's a lot of like solid commander picks and commander centric cards. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. I don't have a list of things that are on there. But um, uh, yeah, if you ever want, go to I'm gonna probably buy a box and yeah. uh, fuck around. This this box should not be two hundred dollars. Like, there's a two drop planeswalker in there that is ridiculous. I've never seen this mm-hmm. character before. But anyway. Uh, I've also been listening to a lot of podcasts this week. I've been listening to our podcast, of course. I've also been listening to... So, did you guys know that Macaulay Culkin has a podcast? Yep. Called no. Bunny Ears? Yep. <laughs> okay. So, Macaulay Culkin is... I'm so happy he's back. Like, he is doing so much better for himself and all that stuff. He actually had the dudes from uh, Red Letter Media. He had Jay, Rich, and Mike on this week, and they talked about a lot of stuff. And it was very entertaining. It was about an hour and a half podcast, so... If you want to be entertained for a little bit, I'd go check them out. I've also been listening to Funhouse's Dude Soup podcast, 
where they've been talking a lot. Just just podcasts I've been listening to just to kind of like mm-hmm. kill the time. Uh, so this one, I know I'm a little behind on this one, but how about that Game of Thrones finale? If you guys watch Game of Thrones, I the blowout has been I, fun. I will probably not watch or read Game of Thrones until the books are done. Yeah, I will. So I want to start reading the books, and I'll probably go back and start rewatching the show. But there's a lot of th- like there's there's a petition out like that, so people need to calm down with these fucking petitions. We we need we need more than three color endings. Come on. <laughs> that's true but the problem is because the sonic stuff people feel like since the sonic stuff was successful they're like oh shit we could change anything that we want they're not gonna re-fucking film season eight of game of thrones they're no. like we we got your money like we don't care well well plus and D don't give a shit because they're like yo we fucked over game of thrones to work on star wars yeah like, it, it's it's it really sucks because game of thrones is a i really like that series that series is really good they just the last season was real bad. I, mm-hmm. I just I personally don't like it. There are a lot of people that are out there defending it. They're like, well, they've been setting up for this the entire fucking, you know, series. I was like, they didn't set up for one fight with White Walkers, and that was it. Like, I mean, I'm not uh, gonna get could, far into it. Could you it. say that your expectations were subverted? No, no my expectations were shit on. <laughs> And then shit on again. Anyway, I don't want to get too into it. I the fan Let, theories. Let's that I've not let's not turn great, this though. into another the last Jedi discussion. No, no. Because the fan theories I've been seeing. Yeah, the fan theories are really good though. There are a lot of cool things. Yeah, that, that's the one thing I'm glad that the ending was bad because a lot of people it's sparking creativity. Uh, so like the, I'm like the whole thing that whoever it is um, that left on a boat. They're going to go to an island and they're going to fucking die because there's some sort of, like, plague that only the locals are immune to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's another one where, like, Jamie was actually – like, there's so – I'll go through this one because it really was really cool. So the, the, at the Battle of Winterfell, there's a situation where the the Night King is all about trying to get Bran, you know, you know the guy in the wheelchair and all that stuff. And yep. the, the fan theory was that – the Night King is on his way to gra- grab Bran. He sees him in his sights. And Brienne who has been stabbed by her own sword, which is called Oathkeeper, uh, by a White Walker. And Jamie like, gets up. It starts doing flashbacks of Jamie's becoming a knight. So you start seeing the flashbacks and all that stuff. And Jamie gets up. He kills the White Walker. And he takes the sword out of Brienne. And she's like dying. And he has Oathkeeper. And all you hear is when he picks the sword up, he looks at it. You hear Oathkeeper. And then you hear him giving his oath to Aegis targaryen talking about how he'll always you know go for the greater good and all that stuff and then in he looks at his sword i'm getting chills even thinking about it so he gets his he looks at the sword and oathbringer magically catches on fire and he turns around and he starts laughing and it like very very sadly because he knows what he has to do and all throughout the series you start hearing it you just hear kingslayer 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 and then he just looks and he, he looks at the night king and he goes do you know who i am and then it just ends the scene. And I was like, that would have been so much fucking better than what we got. Like, so in the story, there's a there's a character called Azor Ahali or something like that. It was this warrior that brought together a lot of the kingdom from darkness with a flaming sword. And that's what Jamie was supposed to be in this fan theory. I read it and I'm in the airport and I'm like, and I make my wife look at it. She goes, did that happen? I was like, no, that didn't happen. That's the problem. <laughs> So that's just one of the very cool th- fan theories that are out there. Uh, other things that have happened. I've only got about two more things. And I'll wrap it up. Uh, we got Monster Hunter Iceborne weapon tutorial videos 
Cool. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah, we got a lot of cool shit for hammers and hunting horns. I'm super excited. Did, you should uh, go watch them Did on we YouTube. get any new uh, classes of weapons? No, you're not. We're not going to get any new classes okay. of weapons. We are just getting enhancements on the weapons okay. that we already have because you have the claw grip now, which basically it's the yeah. From what I've heard, they've been adding the, like new mechanics to various weapons. Yeah, so you can use your slinger to shoot a claw. It's a grappling claw that automatically will let you mount the monster right then and there. Now, <laughs> I don't great. know how that's going to work in spamming succession. Because, like, in Monster Hunter World, you had to hit the monster a certain amount of times from a jumping position to initiate the mount mode. Mm-hmm. So I don't know with this one. I don't know if, you like, you do the grappling and maybe it just kicks you right back off. Yeah, because like I was going to say it may um, – there may be a restriction on, like, on um, – God, what is it? Uh you know what? Or the bar might fill up a lot quicker to where you get thrown off. Or not? Yeah, either that, or um, there may be a cooldown for the launcher, or you can only do it yeah. when the monster is in certain like stances or positions, or yeah, if it's yeah. not in a certain animation. Yeah, I'm excited about it. It comes out two days after my birthday, so I'm. I, I saw a I saw a special edition that had like a statue and all that stuff with Ooh. it, but I don't think it's been released for the West yet. So the minute it comes out, because I got the collector's edition of Monster Hunter World, and I have the Nergigante figure and all that stuff, so I'll be looking into that. And the last thing that I've got is my woodworking tools came in. Yay! So I I got a Home Depot card, and I got a, spent about a thousand bucks and got my miter saw. I got an orbital sander. I got yeah, your like a your your fucking hammer. Hammer my, jack my, thing. My, my fucking rotary hammer that I didn't even know I needed, <laughs> but apparently Home Depot knew I needed it. Uh, yeah, I got a bunch. I got like, I bought like a shit ton of clamps cause you can never have enough yep. clamps when you're doing woodworking. I bought like a gallon size thing of wood glue. So I got a bunch of stuff. So, uh, tomorrow I'm actually, I swept out my shop. I'm actually going to get a bunch of stuff out of there and I'm actually setting it up. One of the first things I'm building are those modular work tables that I've seen. Mm-hmm. And I'm also building a, like a corner or a section for my miter saw to where it's going to like sit in the wall and where I'm gonna I'm gonna have like stop blocks to where I can like just put a stop block on and I can if I need to cut like five pieces of wood I can mark it do a stop block and just cut them all how I need to do it. So for a thousand bucks that wasn't too bad, and I got eighteen month financing on it, no interest. So I'm all about that financing if there's no interest on it. So nice, I'm excited about that. That's basically all I've been doing. Oh no, I saw movies. And I'm going into this. This this is the segue. I'm going into movies right now. We're going to do this before news. So I went, when we were in Florida, I saw Endgame. Okay. I cried twice. I know that makes me sound like a big old bitch, but I don't care. No, no, no. It's okay. Like me as as somebody who has never seen a Marvel movie. So I've seen almost all of them. So I've kind of invested in it. Yeah, I've seen all of them except for the Ant-Man films and Captain Marvel. Yeah, so I believe it's long enough. It's been out yeah. long enough, about a month. Yeah. yeah. You all, you two have seen it, yeah. right? Yep. Okay. So, yes, of course I cried when Tony Stark died. Yeah. Yes. Like. That was that was pretty touching moment. I knew it was coming. Yeah. Like, you can mm-hmm. kind of start telling that it's coming. And I got chills. There are part where I got chills in it. Uh, I cried when he snapped. Like, I, I no, so I cried. The moment that got me is when Peter Parker comes up when he's dying. Yeah. And I'm just like, ah, fuck. I'm going to cry in this movie theater. And I hear my wife. She's crying, too. Luckily, we were in a theater with, like, reclining seats. There was only, like, four other people in the theater. So I'm bawling mm-hmm. like a big old baby. And then I cried at the funeral when all that came back up. So they did a fucking amazing job. Yeah. 
like it was a very good movie. Uh, I also love uh, Professor Hulk. I love Professor. Hulk. I, I I have been loving the memes coming out of yeah. that. I love dabbing it's, it's Professor great. Professor Hulk. I love how basically Ant Man was the niche like the niche pin. I like that. Thing. I like that. Yeah, that was a good choice. Uh, he yeah, the time travel was really good. Also, I didn't like when I saw that Hawkeye and uh, Black Widow were going to. Uh, Voromir or wherever it was. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, one of them's dying. And I was, and, as soon as they said, oh, you two are going after the Soul Stone, I was like actually shouting. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, because like everything that happened in this movie, I was getting hyped with. Like when, uh, when they announced yeah. that, when they, um, when they did the thing that said, no, Captain America's going to be the one to send back all the stones. I'm like, they're going to do it. <laughs> They're gonna do yeah. it, Ronan. Okay, so Ronan was that fucking was a, terrible. So. Oh, I love that. That was, that was so great. fucking I loved lame. it. Yeah, you, uh, because it, it made so fucking no, because lame. it made sense. It made sense. Yeah, with but him. the way he was holding the sword, uh, it's oh, it was, it's goofy, but it works. You know that that was a famous Japanese actor. Gaijin, save us! That's yeah. what I feel like when I when I look at Ronan. Hey, just seeing, uh, I almost said Jeffrey Dahmer because he played Jeffrey Dahmer in a movie. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what his name is, but he, I mean, it was all right, but end game overall was just great. Yeah. I love how in the beginning they're just like, we're going to give you, we're going to let you bust your killing Thanos nut. So we just, yeah, kill him. like just right in the beginning, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. So like, and then also I love Fortnite Thor. Yeah. Dad bod. Fortnite Thor. So dude, I loved, so I loved, good. I loved the fact that, uh, Thor had that dad bod the entire movie. Yeah, and like I've heard a couple of people like, oh, well, they cut back when he put his costume. But it's on. hard like, no, to see he, it. He still had the fucking I mean, cut. No, you yeah, you can still see it. He was so fat ass. Yeah, I love it. Um, and my other fa- when he transforms, his fucking beard just t- magically twists up. Yeah, my my, really my other favorite set of memes from it is um, is Ara Ara Peter Parker Chan. That whole thing. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> where he's just like he's going Iron Spider and he's just no like, I got no this, no I got no this. no no. The specific meme where all of the older women are kind of hitting on him oh yeah there's there's one where they had a photograph of all yeah, the, the women yeah. in marvel and then him right in the middle yeah, the, on a couch the one, the one, <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> that's a good meme yeah all those memes are fantastic that was really cool too that was cool how you saw piper come back and like uh i guess wasp i don't know like i didn't watch all that yeah. but it was really cool uh it was really cool to see i mean Avengers Assemble, like yeah. they were there. That was awesome. Everybody's there. Uh, uh, Cap with me. The thing I fucking for- yeah. The thing I fucking forgot about is Captain America picking up Thor's yeah. hammer, and I was like, this was hinted at back in Avengers One. Yeah, and I was just like, when he did it, I was like, oh shit. Okay, this is awesome. <laughs> And it was I wasn't a huge fan of that, but I mean, I'm not. But it makes sense. He's pure of heart. Like, you know, he, of anyone, and he was. Sure. And, and he's also yeah. better at using it than Thor is. Is my favorite yeah. part. Like, what's great is like at one point they get theirs mixed up and Thor's like, no, I'll take that one. That, he goes, mine's bigger. Give it back. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then at the end, I was like, oh, shit. Why does like he took Thor or he took the hammer back with him when he did? It. I was like, why do you take the hammer back? And I forgot. I was like, oh, shit. He has to take the hammer back to that timeline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the dark elves win. <laughs> I I, st- so, I still think though the scene the sequence on Vormir is my favorite sequence in the whole movie. Just rushing to who dies first, yeah, like just just the whole <laughs> setup and just like the t- the dripping tension with that. I just love. Yeah. I just love how that was. all No, set I'm up. more emo than you. <laughs> 
uh, so, hats off to them. They did yeah. really good. I, I do have a question. Do you think that my original critique on the film was validated with the way that they introduced the movie? Because one of the big things that I was com- not necessarily complaining about, but what I was trying to relay was you either do the movie for veterans or you do it for beginners just kind of getting into the, the at series. this point fuck the beginners yeah if you're if your right. first movie is endgame i'm sorry this movie isn't for you this movie is for now, people like me and Connor. now i'll say this but do you it did feel... a fairly decent job like unintentionally or whatever of being appealing right. to people like chris who have never seen a marvel movie or iron man one or whatever or just iron man one because chris because you were talking about because this was basically like one of your first ones it is my first one, and you still. Said I you might liked have it. seen something. Yeah, it was. It was a decent movie for me. But it's you're... like, it's like a six or a seven. And I'm yeah. now my standpoint is from somebody who stands on the outside. Like I'm not a Marvel fan. Yeah, you're talking the... about the first hour where it's all like we're talking about the last movie, but that's good because you're building up that tension of like it's all fucking hopeless. Like we live in the shit world now. Yeah. We have to do something. Right. So I agree with you that they set that tone. I do feel that it was a little bit overdone because they kept on going back to it and going back to it and going back to it. I'm just like, okay, I heard you the first five fucking times. Right, but it's also a three-hour Get in the fucking portal. Well, (laughs) well, because my my whole thing is I think a lot of movies nowadays don't spend that time to linger on stuff, and I think the movie's better for it. That it that it actually lingers. I think it works as a good first act. Yeah, because this movie is a three act play. Of course, like most movies, like you have your first hour, which is the first act of everything's fucking bad. Like we gotta we gotta learn what is it? You have to learn to live without them, like mm-hmm. all that stuff. You got your the time heist is stage two, and then stage three is the fucking fight. Right. So I think it's good for what you get in the the rest of it because the time heist is great. Yeah. Like going back and it like messing with. The storylines and all that stuff that was really especially fun. the sequence with with a uh, Hulk, Captain America, and and Tony. Yeah, like, yeah. I thought that that one was really good. Yeah, where it's the end of the first Avengers and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Uh, it was really and the good. call back to Hail Hydra. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, I, I oh that dude, once. that was so. Like I looked at <laughs> so, it's the same people. No, yeah, they the purposely got actors. the same people, the same elevator, and they purposely yes. recreated the scene entirely. Because it looks exactly like – because I was like, oh, shit, this did they just take the footage from, you know, uh, Civil – or not Civil War, the second one, whatever, Winter Soldier? And then mm-hmm. he just like, – I was like, he's going to fucking say it. He leans over and says, Hail Hydra. And my wife just looks at me. I was like, this for the comics. <laughs> I, um, now, Chris, I, I don't think this would have hit home for you. But, Corey, I really love the scene where they went to the army base. Or the sequence where they went to the that army was base. Really good. I love that. That was really good. I understand the the significance of yeah. that because I caught the correlation between everyone that they were talking yeah. to. Yeah. Did so. you catch the scientist that was going into the bunker? That's the scientist yeah. that creates Hydra. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Chris, for perspective, that scientist, like, oh, God, how long is he even in Winter Soldier? Not, like. He's not in it very long, yeah. but he plays such a pivotal yeah. role. He's like he's like a hyper important background character, uh, but nobody he knows. He brought his, his name. conscience into a computer yeah. system, and then they just blow so up that the, he could live after. And dying. then they just blow up the computer or something. I forget. I forget. I want yeah. that. Yeah, dude. I've told you yeah. that the minute that cyborg, uh, like they're like, hey, you can get a cyborg arm. Done. Cut the shit Gimme. off. I don't care. Yep. 
Like, I just want my brain. I don't, I don't even really want that. <laughs> so, but hats off. They did an amazing job. I'm going to wrap it up because I got a couple other movies I want to talk about. Uh, I also saw John Wick 3. Wasn't happy with it. You were, you were, really? You were whelmed. That's what I heard from a lot of people. I, I it's, yeah, I was just like, me and my, my wife looked at me. She's just, it, I, this isn't the levels of Aquaman. I'll tell you that right now. But they turned to me and they were just like, she turned to me. She's like, this is kind of boring. It's like the fights kind of went on too long. There were a couple characters that they tried to make a thing that weren't really a thing. I was just like, why is he doing this? Oh, he's doing this because of that. Okay. And I was just like, I'm not very happy with it. I like one and two is okay, but three, there's going to be a fourth one. The fucking release date for yeah. four came out the day the third one came out. I So, so is, is the story of John Wick like every movie his dog dies? and he has No, to go that's and just go the first movie. Okay. So the first movie is a uh, great state. The first movie I portray it to, or I compare it to the first uh, Matrix movie. The first okay. Matrix movie is a very good standalone movie, but they keep it kind of open. Yes. Same with John Wick. It's a very good movie by itself, and they leave it kind of open. And they were just like, people love John Wick. Let's make a second one. People love this one. Let's just – now it's starting to become a thing where I'm like, okay, I don't like John Wick anymore. Yeah. It's The first one's fantastic. Like, he's just trying to get over the death of his wife. He's the Baba Yaga. Like, that's what the Russians call him. He's He got out of that life. He got out of a life that no one's ever been able to get out of before, and he just wants to live his life. And then – it's the character that plays Theon Greyjoy in Game of Thrones. It's just like, hey, I want your car. I'm going to kill your dog, leave you fucking, you know, dying, and I'm going to take your car. And John Wick's like, all right, I'm back. I'm going to kill this motherfucker. So it's great. The other ones, they just keep working on it. Like, and it, eh. The second one was okay, but this third one I was not. Um, so should they have taken more of an Indiana Jones approach where it's like. It just made, like, separate things by themselves? Yeah. Yes. If you wanted to do John Wick. I mean, because to be honest with you, they just kill another just, one of his dogs yeah. Well, or, yeah, or just give him thing. a completely like, different motivation. Like, um, just kill, give him a, kill bird. a father or he's on vacation somewhere <laughs> or something like or that. Or just leave it at one movie. Yeah. Just leave it at one movie. No. Stop trying to turn things into trilogies. No, no, Corey. You have to understand. You have to sell product. Got to make, fu- I know, you have to make cash. But besides the movie, there's no products for John Wick. <laughs> It's not like this Look, is a, like you're buying you could action put, figures. You could put Keanu Reeves in any fucking movie, paint it up like any John Wick two, John Wick three. Just change the story, change the names. Yeah, he like like that's his specialty. Go kill. Yeah, shit. it's like Fast yeah, and the like, Furious and Die Hard. I'm so fucking tired of seeing the Hobbs and Shaw trailer. <laughs> Same. I so, don't know what that is. The, but Hob- okay. the Hobbs and Shaw trailer is from the world of Fast and the Furious, where Hobbs is uh, the Rock. And Shaw okay. is the guy from the Transporter. Okay, so I, I actually really I like, like the Jason dude from Statham, the Transporter. Though. I really like. Yeah, Jason. J- Jason Statham is one of my favorite action stars. I'll go this, watch it. I don't give a fuck. I just I'm tired of seeing it. Uh, I'm sorry. But I did see. I don't know. I'm complaining about movie trailers. I did see Godzilla: King of the Monsters last night. And it was dope. that movie is so fucking good. Connor, your mic is muted if you're talking right now. Uh, but that movie is so fucking good. And I'm sure it was dope. It's so, so they take Godzilla 2014 and they build on it, which is good. Uh, there's still the human aspect like, oh, this guy. Yeah. Well, it's it's Godzilla. The human aspect generally sucks dick. The thing is with this one, the only thing is it actually 
pushes the story along a little bit. Mm-hmm. It doesn't impact it too much, but ah, uh, like all uh, Godzilla I don't movies. Spoil... <laughs> yeah. So the thing is, I love this Godzilla, and I love how the Jap like Toho actually portrays the human element, where it's very bureaucracy, where I don't give a shit about a family. I don't yeah. give a shit that you're doing this for the greater good. I want to see fucking Godzilla fight King Ghidorah, and I want to see Mothra fight Rodan, and I, and I want to see all this. And I want to see the government try to deal with it. Or the government freak the I got fuck all out the it. whole time. Yeah. I got all of it. There's so many callbacks to the 1954 Godzilla. It's the whole song, the brrrr, it's the old Godzilla song, but it's redone to modern times. <laughs> that sounds amazing. It's so good. Godzilla, oh, it's just, I'm getting chills talking about it right now because I want to go see it again. But I won't because I want movie theaters to fucking die. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, so here, here's how Corey goes from happy-go-lucky Corey that got to go see Godzilla to how he wishes every fucking moviegoer would fucking drop dead. Because I, we go to our – so where we moved to is a very smaller town yes. than where we were. It's about – the movie theater is about six screens. And I walk in, and it's, I look. I was like, what the fuck? Guys, it's seven rows. Seven rows of seats. So we find one. No one's sitting in the middle. And and these are standard so, seats, not luxury or anything? No. I saw John Wick and Endgame in fucking recliner. Yeah. Fucking lean back. Just basically lying up there, kind of like rolled over. No, this is like – and there's like everybody right next to you. So we sit down. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, this movie theater. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to be super bougie. I want to see Godzilla. So we sit down, and we're watching it. And – about five minutes in, you just hear the <laughs> of the fucking popcorn bags. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to let that one pass. I mean, it's popcorn. You start hearing every – there's only seven rows, so you hear everything. Yeah. And you're hearing the yeah. – of the drinks. I was going to say, I'm surprised the movie wasn't louder to compensate. It was – it could have been turned up a little bit. But the thing is, like, any time, like, a big action scene can – because there's a couple times where big action scenes happen, and then everything drops out to where it gets quiet yeah. because something big happened. You got every motherfucker <laughs> saying, get wrecked, or, oh, shit. And I'm just like, guys, I literally – this is the first time I've ever done it. I said, shut up to everyone in that movie theater. Like, they said – like, someone said, oh, such – I said, shut up. And my wife just looked at me and goes, thank you. And I was just like, ever I became, I become the crotchety old man, and I don't care. I fucking, I was, I came to see Godzilla. I don't want to hear this kid over here next to me. It's just eating popcorn like nonstop, and it's their meth out mother is just or grandmother, whatever it is, sitting right next to her, and just like this kid just needed to be shut the fuck up. Yeah. And then I got fucking behemoth uh, Joan or whatever the fuck is behind me breathing on like you get. And I was just like, oh, your breath smells. I shouldn't be able to smell your breath from behind me. Yeah, dude, I live, I will, if I ever get a million dollars, I will give a million dollars to the destruction of movie theaters. No, no, here's the thing. You give a million dollars so that you can construct luxury movie theaters and you don't have to deal with the riffraff who only wants to come for matinees or whatever. Because well, the every time I go to the start- whoa, whoa, whoa matinees are the only movie theater, the only films I'm able to see. I have a three year old. Well, okay, <laughs> no, but but what I'm saying is, once you're to the point where like you go to the nice recliner theaters or the Alamo Draft Houses, it's like there's yeah. like it cuts out the riffraff that causes all those problems. 
But I'll also I'll tell you now too, like everybody, because there's an after credit scene, and nobody stayed because they're fucking sto- yeah. stupid. Yeah. They're stupid. We were the only ones in there, and I was sitting there. I was like, "This is nice." So it's not the theater. The theater's not bad. It's just the people don't understand the unwritten rules. Like, don't be a fucking asshole when I paid $9 to come see this movie just like you did. Am I in the wrong? Am I wrong here, guys? Like, tell me. Tell me I'm a fucking crackpot. So in D.C. or in the uh, the Northern Virginia area, um, every theater is like... 100, 200 capacity with 13 screens mm-hmm. and every seat like reclines. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm back in uh, and then my the condolences. 90s. And then there are yes. and then there are a handful of Alamo draft houses in the area as well. Yeah, yep. but I've also I also like so I come from an area where you don't have to buy your seat. You don't buy C7 or F8 or okay. anything like that. I prefer you that. just go in and sit wherever you want. <sighs> I thought I didn't like buying your own seat. When I was in Austin, I had, we went and saw Doctor Strange, and I was like, oh, shit, we got to buy our own seat? This fucking yeah. sucks. I am all for yep. it. Because uh, Meth Mom and her fucking spawn that should have been pulled out went from the front of the movie theater to right next to me. And we saw these people because we there's a Burger King in the parking lot, <laughs> and my wife, my wife got home at 6.30, and the movie started at 7. I was like, all right, we're going to go to Burger King. This kid walks up. He goes, you guys should play Pokemon. It's great. Picking his nose in front of me. And I was like, get away from me. I- I'll tell a kid to fuck off in a heartbeat. I don't give a shit. You little shit. I was playing Pokemon before your mom started. Mac. Yeah. No, not even. <laughs> not even. Corey. Corey has become what he hates the most. No. E- either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain, man. I'm so glad I've become the villain. <laughs> I am so happy I have become the villain. Because I'll tell you right now, I want all movie theaters to die, and I want it to be like, all right, it's 12.01 on release day. Everyone can stream this movie from their house for, eight do- for let's say, six hours if they bought the movie. Yeah. Let's say they bought a ticket, and even – let's say – let's comp- you can even compensate – because let's say you can't make the tickets $5 because someone in the one house is going to buy it and then they're going to have 50 people over to watch the movie. What you do is you do a nominal fee. You buy the movie for, let's say, 20 bucks. You buy it and you have it for six hours to be able to stream it and you can watch it in your home mm-hmm. theater. I'm all for that. If everyone understood the rules, I know this is yeah. crazy because yeah. the rules, like, yeah. but it's just common courtesy, yeah. people. No, like, but you see, understand. but you see, common courtesy doesn't apply when tickets are under nine dollars. That's true, and like I don't care if you're coughing. Like people cough, I don't care about that. But it's the people like, oh shit, they're gonna fight. Really? You came to a fucking Godzilla movie <laughs> yeah. and you didn't think they were gonna well, fight each other? Well, I was gonna say the only time I've ever had like meaningful audience interactions were in like were in the obvious moments. So you remember in Spider-Man: Homecoming, the reveal that yes. the Vulture is the girl's dad and Peter finds out. Yeah. There was yeah. Uh, a couple rows behind me and I was like in spoilers, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> I never said which girl. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So, um, and there is this, uh, and you, the audience was quiet. Most of the movie. And there's like this black dude that was saying like five rows behind me real loudly. He's like, bruh. <laughs> was like, and then like half the theater was just like dying, but it was, it was perfect. For that, go watch videos of movie theaters. I know opening night of Endgame. No, and I went to Avengers opening night, the original. That was a fucking experience. Like it's just people standing up and cheering. I'm like, it's a movie, no, guys. Please well, sit down so I can well, watch. Well, the original, this. the original Avengers was like a cornerstone 
that yeah, starts the first yeah. time they're all coming together. Like the fucking audience reactions, like to the unexpected ragdolling of Loki by Hulk, was amazing. <laughs> That's what it was. I can tell you. Right it was now. funny as hell because there wasn't really anything like that in big, like big budget movies at right. the time. So only thing. Yeah, besides me being a crotchety old man when it comes to fucking movies, Godzilla was fucking yeah. dope, and I want to go more into it, but I cannot. Because spoilers. Because it's the day I... Yeah, I'm going to give it a couple weeks yeah. before I talk about it. Uh, but all I can say is, they don't blue ball you yeah. like uh, the 2014 Godzilla does. They, it's, it, I mean, it ramps up a little bit. You got to get that fucking human element put in. But, like, you see... Like, I will say, the first thing you see is Mothra. Yeah. Mothra's really cool. And, like, then you start, like... You get the Ghidorah and Godzilla fight real early. So they said there's supposed to be like 18 monsters. Do any of the other like well no one show up like uh like guy not like Gigan or Ghidorah or not yet. So at one point in the movie they're like there's 21 of these motherfuckers <gasps> awake. Yeah. So they that's wild. Yeah, and they refer to them all as titans. Yeah. So, so like, they've been in the Earth. They're from an ancient world and all I that like stuff. I like that. Uh, the main ones you see that you would recognize if you were a Godzilla fan, you would see – you see Godzilla. You see Ghidorah. You see Rodan. You see uh, – Mothra. Uh, Mothra. They also talk about Skull Island. Yeah. Because there is a King Kong yeah. versus Godzilla movie coming in, like, 2020, 2021. Ne- next year. Uh, yeah. They also talk about, like, communications. Like, we lost communications with Skull Island. And all this other stuff. So, but they also show other monsters. And there's apparently there was a third Mudo from the 2014 movie. Mm. Like that one of those shows up. You get like these other two monsters, and I'm just like, that's a spider crab. I've never seen that before. Oh, that's that. You get one. Oh, uh, that, that's a Godzilla monster. I'll tell you that right now. Okay, I know what it is. You get another one that looks like Angus. So no, maybe Angus. No, there is an there's a there's an Angus. Ang, I'm sorry, Angus is it? Angris, Angris, yes. There is an Angris semi lookalike that is different. Yeah. But they look very There's similar. There's another one. There's another one that I saw that was looked like a big old mammoth. It just looked like a big woolly Ooh, mammoth. I'm not familiar with that. Yeah. But I'm ready to see King Caesar if they ever bring him oh, back. I want, I want, no, I wanted them to have Destroya. He's one of my favorite. Oh, designs. Death Destroyer? Yeah. <laughs> so our Space Godzilla? Oh, uh, okay, Chris. Zilla. I'm getting into the, like, dude. Gino is what I call yeah. it. <laughs> but okay. it is it actually that's the nineteen ninety eight Godzilla. Yeah. The so one that looks like a, a, that, the one that looks like a cross between Godzilla and a Velociraptor. Yeah, so go and watch I don't wanna like name plug a whole lot, but go watch Matt yeah. Muscles yeah, that's uh, all. of of nineteen ninety eight Godzilla. He talks about what happened. Apparently there was a shit show of stuff that went beyond that. Like hmm. it was really because I saw that in theaters. I remember as a kid I saw that in theaters and I was like, This isn't Godzilla. Like this is what the fuck is and then that and then I saw two thousand in theaters. Yeah, two thousand oh, great. Two thousand great. Uh, I love Orga. Orga is so cool. Because what it was is Japan was like, hold the fuck up, hold my sake, because I'm about to show you motherfuckers what Godzilla really is. But then that became the times of the most. I think that was the most money they've ever lost on Godzilla was like the early two thousand. I feel bad. They they like they. You look at the paperwork, and they actually lost money. Wow. So, but Shin Godzilla was real good. Yeah. I really liked Shin yeah. Godzilla. But I'm so happy because this was great. Uh, the Stinger was great. There is, a after, like I said, an after credit Stinger, and I really want to go see it again, but I'd probably rather claw my eyes out than deal with that fa- that theater again. So. It may be worth the 
hour drive to another theater. We so back where we moved from is about an hour and twenty minutes, and they just got reclining seats. Of course, hey, that, after I moved. Hey, if you have a free weekend, you might as well. I'm an hour and a, I'm an hour and a half from Little Rock, so they have a bunch of big movie theaters and stuff too. So. Yeah, that was my week. Um, so since we're talking <laughs> about movies, I fucking forgot because this was soon after like my hiatus, so to speak. I saw at the beginning of May. I saw the Code Geass movie. That's right. You weeped out real yes. hard. <laughs> um, um, and I was going to talk to you, Corey, specifically about what the dumb bullshit is okay. about that. So, so when Code Geass came out, it was just two two seasons of anime, and mm-hmm. then they're like, "All right, so we're going to make a manga, but then we're also going to make okay. another manga that's like an alternate retelling, and it focuses mostly on Suzaku, and there's weird changes here and there." Um, okay. And then there are two spinoff manga that take place in different times. And they suck dick. Okay. And they suck dick and we're both canceled. <laughs> and so then about in 2016, they decided we're going to do recap movies of this shit. And it wasn't even, they weren't even going to do like this, this eventual movie. So, um, so they changed several things. They changed a few things, but they're pretty big. Uh, mainly right. surely still alive. Okay. You know, the red haired girl. <laughs> yeah. 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 They completely retcon that. Okay. It, it yeah, I'm going to be honest with you, too. Yeah, it's been yeah. a long time since um, I've watched Code But Geass. I'll say this. It changes nothing. It changes nothing. Like, there's... Okay. It, it, it just removes, like, one of the best, like, character deaths in the series. So... Yeah. Well, the whole thing about Code Geass is the ending's amazing. Yeah. Um, like, the ending is, so, like... That actually subverts your expectations. Yeah. So, the best way they, they fix it... Like, so what they... Basically, the way it is, is, like, the only other thing they change is C2's motivation... Like, her, mm-hmm. the way she conducts herself. And so, the thing she's trying to do is trying to get Lelouch's memories back. Because, you know the fan theory that Lelouch became immortal at the yeah. end of the series? So, that's outright confirmed. Um, oh, wow. So, he gets his... So, Chris looks a little confused right now. So, I we should so watch Code Geass. I've had a lot of people... Yeah. I've had a lot of people recommend this anime to me. Because they were just like, dude... This shit, so right I, up yeah. your so fucking alley. It's very alley. like military like, based. I, I'm into and, yeah. um, and some of the best yeah, melodrama so, I've seen. Like so, Gundam Seeds is terrible, but this feels like it's an improvement yes. on it significantly. So okay. it's definitely worth a watch. I can totally understand if you can't watch it because uh, there yeah. are certain things that would rub you the wrong way because the melodrama can be a little much at times. The ending's worth it, though. <sighs> the ending's beautiful. The ending is um, worth it. I want to tell you, but I can't. It, um, and I think it also has one of the best English voice casts I've ever encountered. Yeah, the English voice actors. Yeah. Really good too, so. Um, so the movie they got every they got literally everyone back, despite the fact that eight that's cool. eight of them were retired for like almost a decade at this point, which is <laughs> oh, wow. which is ridiculous. So yeah, I'm glad they did all that. Um, the movie does have severe pacing issues. Like it felt like it should have been like a four or five episode arc in a series. Right. Um, but, uh, it's really good. All the new characters they got, like, uh, all of them are Funimation people and they're all fantastic. In fact, like a guy they got and I, he was in some, uh, some show on ABC. I think I, I don't even know. I can't even remember the name of it, but he fucking stole every scene he was in. It was ridiculous. So the casting, the casting for like everyone outside of the main cast is perfect. In fact, they often outshine the main cast. 
It's wild. Nice. Um, Very nice. And so basically the whole thing is Lush gets his memories back. He somehow has Gias again. That's never explained. Whatever. Even though he's not supposed <laughs> to have it. Whatever. Right. Um, but basically the movie is set up that like the government is now tr- like the United, the Federation of Nations is still trying to maintain peace in the world. And so it seems like future projects will be following them. And then on the mm. other side of things, they'll be following Lelouch and C2 hunting down the remnants of the Gios order. Mm, which is like, okay. which is just like a perfect setup for anything for right, like right, episodic right. stories right. or whatever. And so after this movie was released, they said, all right, guys, get ready for a decade of this shit. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, cool. <laughs> cool awesome and <laughs> chris is like all yeah. right <laughs> and so it, the best way i can compare it to it's like the battle of gods for code Geass. like it's a fairly good movie and i and it really sparked interest so awesome nice all right definitely worth a watch I think uh time for news right yes we don't have a whole lot of news we don't have a whole lot of news but nah okay so death stranding trailer had been released yes it did over the last week and holy shit i am a huge hideo kojima fan um i try to follow uh pretty much all of his work throughout metal gear solid the metal gear series i'm a huge metal gear solid fan um psychonauts oh not psychonauts um, um, that's police Tim knots. Dude, police knots is uh, the shit yeah i love police knots uh police knots fucking uh snatcher yep. just pretty much everything almost everything that he has touched has turned to gold zone, zone of, of the, the enders, enders is a significant game not the castlevania lords uh, of shadow i actually know uh, i think kojima productions was involved he but he himself he was, he was a producer on it well he was a producer that, on that it. can like, be name no, drops well i mean knowing how production producers work it could he could literally mm-hmm. i don't really don't think he did anything on it considering that he was working on the phantom pain during this time frame that those games came that out. could be true um, but as far as this trailer in particular, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty fucking heavy. First off, I love that they dropped apocalyptic yeah, path yeah. as the main theme of the film. Very good choice. Uh, I'm hoping that that maybe they throw in a little bit more apocalyptic in there, but that's probably just for marketing standpoint. And this could be just me. I felt that the overworld environments and enemy encounters remind me a lot of the final fantasy 15 encounter system where you'll have random motherfuckers just just drive up and they're they're looking for you i think it's supposed to play like kind of a not necessarily a stealth game but it's not combat centric so i'm i'm excited for this i'm i'm curious to see some of the the plot points with the uh the demon terrorist group whatever it is the uh the supernatural bts the the bridge babies (sighs) Why am I being transported back into World War One? Um, also, another thing that I noticed: why do why are there certain characters that are just like they're grabbing character designs of Quiet because Quiet, you know, she had like the black mascara all well, fucked up. Honestly, and, I'm shocked that they had that group with uh, with the guy because I'm like, this is just the Skulls unit. Yeah, that's what it feels this, like, and this is why I'm saying this just feels like a completed Metal Gear Solid Five. You have the skulls unit. You have these dudes that sh- uh, that shift into smoke, or and then travel along the ground and reappear. Mm-hmm. Like they, um, the traversal system, like enemies coming after you out of nowhere. Like it all feels like a punched up Metal Gear Solid Five. Not that that's a bad thing, but 
I don't know what to think of it. Like beyond that, I mean, I'll, I, I've never been a big Metal Gear Solid guy and I'm not a big fan of like just how they play or anything. That's just a personal nitpick. Mm-hmm. I still love them to death despite that. It's still weird that Norman Reedus is the main character. <laughs> oh, did you mean Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro is in the game as a character? I Yeah. Yeah. He's a... <laughs> or um, Mads Middleson is, is like the villain or something. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's, it's just, just weird. This is the I'm going to say something that's probably not going to be well received. But I think that like this is the apex yeah. of what triple A gaming has been striving for, where you have this all star cast, this high budget uh, project with a, you know, a five star director. Um, it's it, it's it's very Kojima. Yeah, I think this will be the second quadruple A game alongside God of War. Yeah, God of War was yeah. really good. Not even the fact that it's a real good game, it's just in terms of production. It feels like this is the second quadruple A game. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. I can't wait for it to come out in uh, November 8th. So, fingers crossed. I, yeah. I hope I hope that it's really good. I hope that it's really well, good. Well, it's Kojima, so it'll be something. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be at least good. It'll be something. <laughs> at the very least. <laughs> I'll take this next one because I want to. Speaking uh, of at least good. <laughs> yeah, speaking of at least good. Uh, so we got a little tweet from a Mr. Jeff Fowler saying, taking a little more time to make Sonic just right. So, And then we have this yep. image that we can see of 21420 with Sonic holding, like it looks like from Sonic, the spin like signs that you hit at the end of a level. He's got gloves. But his arms are still blue. He's got no, gloves. I'm just playing. <laughs> but uh, I'm super happy that this is happening. Yes, happy Valentine's Day. So uh, everyone that's going to make your wives or husbands happy, get your bone on and then go see Sonic or however, whatever. Or get your bone on yeah, in the man, theater while watching Sonic. On, like, so. Just whatever you want to do. I'm super happy. So that gives, what was it normally? It was in November, right? That gives the special effects artists uh, another five months to do the updates, I believe. Is that four months? I think it's four. But, but close uh, enough. Yeah. yeah, I was. Yeah, I'm wrong. But yeah, four months. I'm really happy about this. So now, if we have a shitty Sonic, we can't say any, like, just shut the fuck up and let the movie come out. But that's the problem too. Like everyone's yeah. like, oh, the, the Sonic movie looks so bad. It's it wasn't just the design that made the movie look bad. Like, I don't know. It was everything else. It was everything. It felt like, yeah, it feels like it felt like an early 2000s movie. Yeah, I hope Jim Carrey good. has a chiropractor for fucking follow having this movie on his fucking back. <laughs> Because yeah. he looks like I might like it because of Jim Carrey. So, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. He, he could bring it home. He could. He we already kind of got the spoiler on how he it's, becomes looking like Eggman. So, and like I said, this might be more of an Eggman origin story than it's going to be a Sonic where you you see why he's so obsessed. That's, yeah, that's fine. I'm fine with man. that. Like everyone else, I don't give a shit about Sonic's origin story. No. He's, I don't. He's a magical creature that just became sentient. I don't. Unless he goes, it looks very like uh, ban, uh, Crash Bandicoot-ish. I could see like Doctor Robotnik created him, and he like came I, out. I'm trying to remember because like I think it took the Archie comics almost 150 issues to even address why Sonic fast. Yeah. Also, the Archie comics. And even then, they don't give a shit. No. It's it's because of his shoes. No, it's that's super early. Is it? Because I thought there was like a retcon or something at some point. I don't know if there's a retcon. I'd have to look back. There's a fucking Tumblr. No, there uh, ain't. Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm just no, 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 no. <laughs> there, 
there's a there's a Tumblr user or whatever that I've been following called Thanks Penders or Thanks Ken Penders, where they go into detail on why Ken Penders yeah. is a piece yep. of shit. But they go issue by issue to like talk about all the the plot points. And I don't remember there being a retcon, but I definitely remember like at least within the first I think twenty five issues, they do address how Sonic became blue why is he fast because he was originally brown and a spiny motherfucker he was also oh, like a real hedgehog thing <laughs> well no because here's the thing i thought at some point they introduced his parents who are like a king and queen or something and they're both blue i do remember that from some fucking arc because because i think it was the retcons began after ken penders okay i don't know because i definitely stopped reading that shit storm of a comic at that point I do know that that there is a series around like issue 130 to 140 where Sonic is like the king and yeah. he's married to Sally and he's got his fucking kids and they talk about, oh, what's the state of Mobius at this moment? And I'm just like, who the fuck cares? I checked out way earlier than that, but Chris, if you get any Sonic lore wrong, then you're you're officially a fraud. <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't care. Like I'll turn in my guild card. I don't fucking. You'll turn in your blue. You'll I play the video games. <laughs> I'll turn my blue I mean, card. I in. think the only thing that Ken Penders should be lauded for is getting God of War Knuckles. No, no, that's amazing. Are you kidding? It's great. Ken Penders no. is also stupid. It's like fucking what is it? Uh, uh, Don Beverage. That's it's like a name like that. <laughs> Chris, I think you would appreciate before the original. I think it was actually the capstone of the original Archie run before it was it was ended for like a year or whatever. Um, where it, the end of it was a crossover with Mega Man. Yeah, I own that. Yeah, own that, that, that is that cool. Okay. Thing. That is also, cool. Also, Archie comics are fucking crazy um, because we also have Pre yeah. Archie versus Predator. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chris, it's fucking dope. <laughs> it is Archie, char Archie characters getting eviscerated. <laughs> it's awesome. Okay. When I worked at Hastings, they came That reminds out. me of all the wild Warner Brothers DC crossovers. Like, the most well-known one is is Elmer Fudd hunting down Batman. Yeah, there's one now where it's... It's actually amazing. <laughs> there's one Batman in TMNT. Yeah, I've actually heard that's fairly decent. Um, there's also a ton of Marvel DC crossovers mm -hmm. where characters are fused. So you yeah. get fucked up shit like... Uh, Green Lantern, Batman. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, there's... I forget... There was... I forgot there which one. I It might have... I think it was The Punisher and I want to say Superman something like that and i'm like oh that's fucked up but i want to see it yeah <laughs> just stupid shit it's the dream matches all right connor you can take this next one so we got some info on the ps5 we did yes oh boy um so yeah it's just on on new architecture um and we've also seen like they've shown clips from uh, showing load times, which likely has to do with solid state drives. Oh yeah, because I doubt they could just achieve that with the like they're they're even what have you. They're even like super fast, super more fast than the PS4 Pro. Well, the PS4 Pro doesn't use a solid state. No, it doesn't. And for everyone that uh, that's listening is not familiar with solid states, it's like they they produce something like it's like 10 times plus yeah. faster well hard drives are everything hard drives are an actual mechanical piece that reads a disc yeah. and solid state are digital just going through the, some of the specs of the gpu that amd is it looks like uh, amd is calling the new uh tech called rdna yeah so far we're seeing 1.5 times uh permanent performance per watt we're seeing 1.25 performance per clock improvement over previous architecture 
Just a lot of good shit. The major talking points is that this the new chip, the, the AMD Navi GPU, and it's utilizing a Ryzen Zen 2 mm-hmm. CPU. What's special about the RDNA is that they're no longer using the GCN, making the Navi 25% faster, 50% more efficient. Uh, there's reduced latency. There's higher bandwidth because they're utilizing GDDR6 instead of GDDR5, and it's it takes less power to reach those higher yep. levels of bandwidth. Um, what's also notable is that the PS5 will be yep. 8K. And that it's been confirmed they are using solid state. Yeah. I'm curious what their price point is. Yeah. I would be shocked if it's less than $500. Oh, yeah. There's no way. You know way. you need all this power for There's... for that cloud gaming. Yeah. That's coming. Well, yeah. Like, well, and I was going to say, I, I honestly highly doubt the efficacy of 8k even with what they're running i really do i could like we're now getting to the point where 4k is the standard but okay so uh, we'd have because i would only be comfortable with them going to 8k if they can consistently and comfortably get games running at 1080p and 4k at 60 fps without frame drops but with this hardware i believe it's totally possible i I mean i'm not familiar with um how the um the rx 5000 series performs at those resolutions i think connor just needs to see more yeah like i'll need to I, i i think yeah when they're talking about 8k it's not to the point where it's like oh we're we're planning this to be like 8k it's just like we can handle 8K later on right. in the future because at the end of the day, it's, it really comes down to what are the developers um, gonna do with it, creating yeah. for what? Are, what are they gonna do with it? Are, are they going to just do uh, 1080p, 60 frames a second? Are they going to do 4K? Which they at this point they should be focusing on 4K. The thing, the thing is, too, like, um, we know this is just this is just hardware. Uh, we we got to see what games mm-hmm. come out. Like again, if there's not a game that's coming out that makes me want to buy this day one, I won't be buying this day one. Yeah, I mean that's why I waited like three years to get the PS4. Yeah. So like I like we bought the PS4 for Final Fantasy 15. I bought when that my, came out. I bought mine for Bloodborne. So yeah. I don't know. I just like specs look good. Load like some of the video that we're seeing. Load times are phenomenal. But yeah. I, we need to see those yep. on games that are going to be PS5 games, not PS4 games like they were testing it on Spider-Man. I'd be super okay, though, if they're like, hey, you can move all your PS4 games to PS5. I'm like, cool, fuck it. Yeah. I'll play them all in 4K. I don't give a shit. I mean, but that's already been stated. That's, it's already been stated that they're doing backwards compatibility with PS4. So if, if only we can all get all the way down to PS1. Yeah, that would be dope as shit. That'd be that wild be if they cool. announced, hey, look, we have emulators. This next article says how the China-U.S. trade war could in- impact game hardware. I can tell you right now it's going to sell a lot of fucking copies of the Switch. <laughs> the the issue that's coming down is that they use Nintendo as the example for this. Right now, Nintendo utilizes a lot of Chinese components for their capacitors. Right. And everything. Blah, 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 tech talk. What President Trump is planning on doing is that he is imposing a 25% tax on all Chinese clothing and electronics coming into the United States. Well, that includes anything that another country utilizes. Now, if you remember about the bullshit that went down with Mexico, I had a 20% increase on my Mexican beer when I went to the store to go pick up my shit. 
So this is ultimately going to be passed on to the yes. consumer. And it's not, you know, it's one thing if now my Modelo's cost me $12 instead of $10. This is, I am buying hardware, I'm buying a Nintendo Switch. Like, what happens when they come out with the Switch Pro or the Switch Mini? And instead of it being $250, it's now $275, $280, to buy the same fucking thing that I bought I know it's not the ago. same situation because with Canada, it's more about their conversion rate and their, their yeah. all that. But it's like most of the time when we pay $60 for a brand new game, they could pay anywhere from 75 to 90 for a new game. But but that's not but that's Canadian dollar, not U.S. dollar. And they have yeah. different prices. Yeah. For so else too. yeah, it's like our milk is, you know, three dollars a gallon while their milk is five dollars a gallon. But it all equals out right. because of yeah. conversions. That's not the, that's not like that's not really the point. The point is, is that it's going to ultimately cost us more money to purchase electronics, especially when almost everybody utilizes uh, Chinese goods because they're made cheaply. And they make everything. They make everything. Jobs get taken from America to China because, I mean, it's everything. Like, China is a huge major player. Like, from what I understand, and I've been trying to keep up with this, but trumping as hard to read as anything it seems like his intention on this is to starve out china but you would have to i would think you would have to have taxes on certain things from china not a blanket tax on all electronics that yeah. or electronic components that come out of china and in a situation like this it just negatively impacts the consumer that's funny, um, that's there, funny the way there you are this. other there are other tariff solutions that would not but this is not one of those it's funny the way you say star no. about china <laughs> like no that's literally no he said that no that, that, i think that's that's, that's what almost I'm a saying. quote from him it's it's dumb to say something like starve out china where they're one of the biggest super like they're one of the biggest powers in the world although although we are one of their biggest customers and if we are their yeah, biggest yeah. consumer yeah. so it's feasible and, but I think only for certain things. Like I think one of the big ones is if we um, if we raised our prices on on crops being exported to China, we could strangle them that way. Yeah, maybe because that's one of their reliances on us. Like I'm not gonna, I don't want to go into too heavily into macroeconomics or anything. But like in terms of vid- how video games are concerned, it's fully negative for the consumers. Mm. There's no question. I, I think it'll see a reduction in revenues here in the United States because people won't buy as many. They wouldn't be able to because, I mean, like, look who look who the Switch is. The Switch is marketed to everybody. It's but marketed like, as a cheaper about, console. Like, here's the thing. They use the Switch as the example, but you can guarantee that that's going to carry over to Sony and Microsoft and anybody else that wants to dip their hand into the system. And not even just consoles, too. It'll also be computer parts. Cell phones. Everything is going to be applied to this. So this is this is a lose lose for yep. the consumer. Like I'm hoping that it just stays an idea and not print it into reality. Because even then, twenty five percent is significant. That's yeah, that's now. that's ridiculous. Like that's and, insane. And that's why I'm saying it has to be made with the intention of starving out China, because you wouldn't raise a tariff that much if it wasn't for no, polit- for no way. um for uh waving a uh a big stick type diplomacy i mean it is trump so <laughs> no but that's what I, but that's what i'm saying like it it can't be anything but that knowing him yeah and knowing knowing his knowing his bullshit how much how much longer does he have 
was it another year in this term or is it a year and a half or so unless he gets yep. reelected man and whether you like it or not he's got a strong following yep. so I, and, oh i and, know trust me i'm yeah. right in the middle of it and, and and the democrats aren't doing anything to help their cause considering they have 18 fucking candidates no. all right we're moving away from politics nope. yeah i know i know uh i think this article was just talking more about it as well yeah so I was going to say, unfortunately, that second article, I can't access the whole thing because it's paid only. It, it just goes more into yeah. detail about what the United States game plan is when dealing with this shit. But anyway, let's talk Pokemon. Pokemans. Pokemon. I fell asleep twice in that. Fucking- oh, that, this was terrible. Oh, Which is perfect for the new thing that's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon, let's let's go home and go to sleep. Can we just say, first of all, Pokemon, Pretty much. good guy Pokemon. Trying to get us fit. Trying to make sure we get our solid A tonight. Okay, Nintendo. I'm just saying. So, since the 80s, Nintendo has been trying to shove health and fitness down your throat. And so, that's basically what this is. But I don't know how technologically this whole sleep monitoring bullshit will do anything. I mean, to be honest. But then again, I don't. Yeah, no, I. Yeah. I mean, I don't. No content creator is going to use this fucking no. thing. There's no way. Pokemon Home is a good-ass idea. You could transfer every Pokemon you get from every source to the new games. Will I be able to use my Pokemon Go Pokemon in my Pokemon yeah. video yeah. game and yeah. use them to fight? Um, Pokecloud. That's at least what it's... That's basically what it is. Because I've always heard that there was a differentiation between the Pokemon Go Pokemon and your main game Pokemon. Okay, so there is a difference between the two. But what it looks like this system is going to do, um, and I think the, the graphic itself all shows arrows going towards Pokemon Home from all the different sources. So, like, Pokemon Go, uh, Pokemon Bank, which is all the old games uh, prior to the Switch titles. But the new games was the only one with an arrow leading out of it. So what I'm led to believe is this is an improved version of what Pokemon Bank was trying to do, except make it Mm -hmm. always accessible, whereas Pokemon Bank is a fucking clusterfuck. and It's a clusterfuck that you gotta pay for. Yeah, um... Because I think it was like three dollars a month in order for you to. And honestly, I'm gonna have Pokemon. to. I'm gonna have to get Stupid. it again to transfer all my Pokemon from the 3ds. Yep. Um. And, but I I don't mind. It's three bucks, whatever. I don't give a shit. It seems like they can transfer everything forward since it seems like they've already worked out a type of tech for doing that for Gens one and two, to transfer them all the way up to current. Yeah. Which is wild, and I can't believe they figured that out. It's so crazy um, to think that you could have a Pokemon that you used back when you were like eight or seven or eight. Oh, I still, I have a couple still. Yeah, you just keep them with you, like it's like your pet that stayed with you the entire time. When I when I fucking played Sapphire in two thousand two, that Pokemon's fucking seventeen years old. Yeah, it's crazy. But now there's Pokemon Go plus plus. There's Pokemon Masters with Brock ripping his fucking shirt yeah. off to do a fucking uh rock drill attack um they got pokemon shirts coming out it's really it's it was really dry it wasn't anything super interesting the i think like the, one of the more interesting things that came about it was the fact that now they have the toho managing yes. director masasoko hiro to be appointed as into the executive board of directors for the pokemon which is company. good so moving forward well i'm saying i'm saying this is good because pokemon um since their die since the die off of the original hype from the original uh 251 um mm-hmm. they have been slouching when it comes to commercial efforts um and it feels like now they're trying to kick that back up with detective pikachu uh after pokemon go so they're trying to capitalize on that a little more um and i welcome that because i want i want more good ass pokemon plushies that's what i want yeah what i, I miss asshole gary 
I want asshole Gary back. <laughs> He's not coming back, man. Well, hey, man, more Pokemon. I like Pokemon. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm so I we're supposed to be getting news on Pokemon like in a few days, right? Like the mainstream ones. Yeah, like on June fifth or something. June fifth, there's supposed to be a uh, a Nintendo I'm good. shit. Yeah, I'm I am yep. equally ready to be excited and disappointed, but that's because I have stupid high hopes for my shit. So. Well, that's it. That's all we got for news. Yeah. There wasn't a lot yeah. of news. <laughs> there we go. All right. So, Chris, what do you got coming up? I'm doing a lot of writing. I'm jumping in between my Katana Zero video that I've kind of just fell off on. I have to restart my Mega Man video. Yeah, and I, I want to. Yeah, it really sucked. For some reason, during my uh, my transfer of my data, I ended up losing that entire script. However, I did find my RPG. Uh, so nice. I might, I might do my, uh, go back into my, uh, classified series, but I mean, it's right now I'm just writing. I'm just writing a whole bunch of things. And then once, once something comes up that I'm satisfied, I'll, I'll make a product. Um, I'm thinking about get jumping back into streaming again. Uh, I just want to yeah. do something yeah. other than podcast. Cause I like, I like the creative side of what I do. Like, I really like the the podcast I did last week, and I might expound yeah. on that as well. But, you know, I just need to get yeah. started with something. So all I've been doing lately is writing and playing video yeah. games. So really not too much. Also, at the same time, I've got a lot of stuff going on with, in my professional You've realm. Been... So I'm trying to juggle yeah. two things at the same time. I've gotten a lot of stuff this last week where they're just like, hey, you were gone for a week. Here's all this shit. And I'm like, okay. Yep. Uh, all right, much. cool. So, Connor, what do you got coming up in your life? So my plans, if work doesn't kill me, um, because I I think we have some shit coming up and crunch will set in, likely. Um, if that doesn't kill me, um, I'm probably going to start doing test streams with Custom Robo for the GameCube. I saw that. Nice. Or... I'll be doing Odin Sphere. There you go. Or if shit doesn't work out, it'll probably be bloodstained in a couple weeks. Cool. And then beyond that, it's more standard shit. Playing my gotcha games and <laughs> being a fuck. So whatever. And coming and coming to your guy streams. So there we go. Yeah, I need you to be my. Uh, need you to keep DJing. So yay. <laughs> let's see how many times we can piss Chris off with Devil Trigger. <laughs> let's let's have it every time he comes onto the stream. <laughs> For fuck's sake, uh, Speaking of me and my streams, I'll be doing some more beat art streams next week. I love them. They're chill. They are very chill. I like them. I'll be redoing uh, the commission from Matt McMuscles. I, I'll just keep the old one. and we'll, well, it really comes down to the creating of it wasn't the problem. It's the ironing that's the real bad yeah. problem. So. Do you have enough supply to do that? Because what happens oh, if this I one have, fucks up? I probably have at least 100,000 beads. I was going to say you were going to reach off screen and pull out a giant barrel like full. Uh, there's a container that I can't pick up right now with one hand. So <laughs> I probably have at least 35 different colors, and all of those are probably what's like the normal baggy size. Not the sandwich bags, but not the gallon size. Uh, oh, like a pint? No, a dime, not a dime bag. bag. <laughs> like, just, it, like in between the two. Just the normal <laughs> yeah. one. Uh, all 35 yeah. colors are packed full in those baggies. So, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, more than enough supplies. We're good. So I'll be doing that. I, I was going to cool. say, at some point I may commission you for, like, Castlevania sprites. That's fine. As long as you can provide sprites, I don't do sprite work. That's the one thing. I don't have time yeah. or the, even the want to actually create sprites. So yeah. I just, I'm a tracer. If you've ever seen Maul, uh, Chasing Amy, I'm just a, I'm a tracer. 
So that's exactly yep. what I am. But we got Chill Penguin down and Storm Eagle out of our uh, Mega Man X Mavericks. So we'll, next week, I know for a fact, I want to do Armor Armadillo. And I also want to do Sting Chameleon. So I'm also going to switch it up with more Dauntless streams, too. Uh, I'm really liking Dauntless. I see. I feel myself playing that game a lot more. So I'll be doing that. And I'm also going to start working on the Mega Man video script as well. So I'll, I'm going to try and cool. I just got to get thoughts down. It's The hardest part is getting it from here to actually intangible. So that's all I got. So uh, I'm going to do a game of the week this week. And I think it's not going to be that. No. <laughs> so this week... It, that was a close contender. That was a uh, so Iron <laughs> Iron Man and Manowar in heavy metal was almost it was a close contender, but this week I'm just gonna go old school. You know me, I don't do anything fancy. Castlevania Three Dracula's Curse. Yeah, I'm choosing that's that a one. good one. Ca- that's like the uh, vinyl, that vinyl's awesome looking. I've also been listening to a lot of music from that game too. I've been listening to a lot of Castlevania Bloodlines as well, and a lot of F Zero uh, X music this week. So very into all of that. So. Uh, one final thing. I don't know if you guys have anything else, but one final thing is our May contest is over. We have yes. four winners for who won the Katanners. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to announce them on stream. Uh, I, I know I said there's some of them, but maybe they don't want to be announced on stream. That's just or on the podcast. But we do have four winners that I will be reaching out to tomorrow. I will also sometime this week. Uh, I was working on it during the vacation, but we are working on a Scrubverse newsletter. That's going to come out cool and just, you know, just to let people know what's going on and what's coming out and all that stuff. So I got to get that going. And uh, we are also announcing we can announce it here. Our June contest. We are going to do two copies of Bloodstained. Yes. So we will do the Gleam contest. I will have it up and going by Monday at the latest because we want to have at least a two two solid weeks because we want the contest to end the day the game comes out. So we can then give the code. We can buy, you know, basically they're going to be able to buy it on yeah codes, codes or if they want a physical copy shipped to their house, then they can do that and all that stuff. Well, fellas, it's been a good, good time this week. We got caught up on a lot of stuff and we're going to do it again next week. So, all right. Yep. Y'all have a good week. Take care. See ya. See you later. Thanks for tuning in to the Scrubverse podcast. If you would like to keep up to date with us, Follow us on Twitter at Scrubverse Podcast, at Vetted Games, and at Tornado Jones. Email us at scrubversepodcast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to check out our giveaway this month. Links will be provided in the podcast description. <laughs>